Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to play Dungeons & Dragons. You're, you're watching Dyson Dungeons, and I'm here at the table with... I'm Dave Wong. I'm playing Nines the Tabaxi Bard, who's playing a fixer with a symbol for a name. I'm Nicole Bates. I'm playing Sorian Sul, who's playing Charlena Charlena, the Navinian influencer and heiress to the croissant fortune. Hi, I'm Greg. I'm playing Ulseth Ralph, who is playing Robart with two A's. Where? In the name. <laughs> <laughs> who is a mining mogul from the uh, far, far fervent wild. And I'm Alexis Bates. I'm playing everything else. <laughs> That's a nice change of pace. Yeah, that's a nice change of pace. We haven't usually, met I else yet. usually I play just a few things, and then when I don't feel like playing something, I just quit and leave. Uh, we do have our usual announcement. Take it away, sorry. You can support this show and all the other content we produce on this channel at patreon.com slash diceanddungeons. We have a variety of tiers and uh, things that go along with those tiers, so please check us out. <laughs> Thank you so much. We've got some stuff, and there's things with it. It's Whatever. pretty cool. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> check it out. It's yep. the most... Yeah, if you feel like it, fine. If you don't, whatever. I don't want to pressure anyone. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I do. Give us yeah, money. Yeah, really. And and thing, if you don't, then things will come to tears. See, I did like a good Zoria job, said. and then everyone chimes in and makes it bad. I liked your approach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. Yeah, kind of a soft sell, low key approach. Yeah. yeah. I I would have no, maybe liked a little we more have specificity a about what people get from being patrons, but I like the low pressure. Yeah. Where it's just like, you know, it's nice if you buy something, but if you don't, that's okay too. Yeah. It's nice to have you here. The important thing is Speaking you're watching. Speaking of nice things. And buying things. And buying things. Our ongoing sponsor, Geekified, wants us to well, tell you all a bit about them. Geekified, of course, is a tabletop gaming store out of Vinton, Iowa, that takes online and in-person orders for all of your tabletop role-playing game needs. So when this episode is broadcast, we'll actually be pretty close to a spell jammer coming out. Yeah, spell jammer. Yeah, we might even be, like, right as it releases. At the time of recording, it hasn't released yet, but we're very excited for it. And we're trying to plan... Um, trying to plan. I want people to remember that. A mini-series of a Spelljammer story arc where I won't be DMing. What? Yeah, I get, I get to go be a player in this one. I get to be a player. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there going to be a DM? The DM will be Nicole because, I mean, there are ways to actually play DMless games. There are uh, ways of doing that, mechanics for making that happen that people have come up with over the years, and they're kind of cool. But usually, there's a DM, and it's going to be Nicole. She is going to be DMing this campaign if we can pull it together. Uh, we don't know exactly how long it'll be, but it'll be a few episodes. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, somewhere between like three and five, maybe six episodes, we're thinking. It'll be a higher level. It's kind of a yeah. Zoria kind of range of things. It's appropriate. Yeah, a little wishy-washy <laughs> on the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I to be DMing for, you know, somewhere between this and that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we're trying to figure that out. And if we do, we hope to bring it to you around December. Yeah. Is cover target? So we'll see. We're hoping. Okay. But the point is, Spelljammer is coming out. 
And if you want to pick up a copy of Spelljammer, especially uh, Limited Art Cover, which I haven't, they haven't even put it out yet. The Limited Art Cover, I think. I, at least I haven't seen it. I, um, I think they have. Have they? Yeah, one of the one of the editions has Boo on the cover. One of the three books, because it has um, you know the giant space hamster. Yeah, yeah. The miniature giant space hamster. Yeah. Anyway. I haven't seen it. But it's uh, August sixteenth. That's coming out. Yeah, so. so this should be pretty close. Or so um, make sure to buy it from Geekified. Geekified, and you can do that by going to geekifiediowa.com and ordering online, or if you happen to be around the Vinton area, you can just head into the store. They'd love to have you. And if you don't have anything to do on a Friday night, they got Friday Night Magic games there. Because who doesn't love hanging out and playing Magic on Friday night? Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people, but... Well, that's true. Like, if, there's if a lot you of like people, Magic, though, If you like Magic, thing. then there's really nothing better than that. Yeah. So, that was, that was a solid pitch for Magic. Who doesn't <laughs> like it? I mean, a lot of people, <laughs> but... But some people do. And... But there are people who like it, too, and they're cool, I guess. I but like Magic. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> it's most of the people we hang out with. Mm -hmm. So if you like us, you'll probably like that. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Geekified, for continuing <laughs> to sponsor us. I don't know why some days, but we appreciate it. I'm a glowing what? endorsement. Maybe we should roll. <laughs> um, I think that's all the announcements we have for right now. Mm -hmm. So, Dungeoneers, let's roll. Last week on Dyson Dungeons. It is the day of the heist, and Midnight Brunch is ready to go? Maybe? They've planned their movements, are prepared to execute, but as Fulwin reminds them consistently, getting in is the easy part. Getting out is harder. So let's see how this turns out. Spoiler alert. Terribly. We're we all going to die. We actually didn't plan the getting out that much. <laughs> yeah, we did. We're we going to blow up the entire city. <laughs> Even more. We're going to, we're just going to disrupt all of their power uh -huh. and then shoot a bunch of fireworks. It's a Cormorian <laughs> goodbye. What more? It's got yeah, a name. It's got a name. It's good. Yeah. If it has a name, it has to work. That's right. how it works, which is why so, I. So I just mm. served you all breakfast. Thank you. What was the breakfast? You got eggs. Uh huh. Bacon. What kind of eggs? Any style you want. Ostrich. <laughs> Any style. Oh, uh. ostrich style. <laughs> <laughs> ostrich style eggs. Uh huh. Bacon. Bacon. 
Aren't you going to uh, ask what toast? kind of bacon? No, it's, it's not going to be Canadian. There's no Canada. Uh, yeah, what is Canada? <laughs> this is Fervent Wildlander bacon. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. We need to start introducing exotic meats into our yeah. minute brunch. Is this all part of the plan? Yes. No, we're going over plan. It's over literally break. step one. We're go- no, I mean, yes, every day is step one is breakfast, but we're going over the plan while we eat breakfast. Okay. Shall we start? Yes, we're already eating. Probably. So, I am. We are all going to be somebody else. That is part of the plan. Yes. So we all have our own cover identities. Mm-hmm. I'm Charlena. Charlena. I am Robart, who uses contractions. I'm this guy. Which orientate? Like what? It is doesn't matter. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you have to ask, final draw an arrow on there. Thank you. He who is Quoramont. This side up. He who is Quoramont has no name. He's. Unfortunately, that is the identity that we've yes. taken on. And, and they who uh, are, he will win. They're my bestie. Yep, that's right. Charlie. And. My... Yeah, do, wait, my name's Charlie. What's yours? Charlena, Charlena. They're pretty similar. You changed it to match mine. Did I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forget things from in-game a few minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. And my baby boulette pet, because all influencers have to have a pet with a rhinestone collar. A pet that is inappropriate. (laughs) An inappropriate pet with a rhinestone collar is Lady Patronelle. I have written down the plan that you had made. Yeah? You want to go, you want to lead the plan then? Yes, I will do it succinctly. All right, good luck. Yes, Troubadour's Folly is the first thing. That is when we go in. Uh Mm Uh-huh. And then the Stalking Leopard is when we sneak our way. Some of us, we do not all need to sneak, but Coramont and I definitely need to sneak to the shed that houses the fervent stuff. Uh Once inside, we do the fervent farce, which is where we bypass the security, charge the bourbon crystal, um, snip the wire to security so that it is no longer operative. You got a lot more detail there. Well, that is the part that I have to do with quantum. Oh, okay. So I I need to be detailed about that. Then we do the hunter's mark, and that is is going to be part of what you need to do. Do you remember what that is? (laughs) She made the plan! (laughs) Look like (laughs) Glenvy. You need to see Glenvy. Yeah, that's what locate means. No, you could. <laughs> and the voice. <laughs> Ideally, the voice as well, but not necessary. And then there is the ambassadors. Wife. Wife, unintelligible. I wrote it down <laughs> in a way that I cannot read it. <laughs> this goes great for our plan. <laughs> That's that is the also something Greg that you need thing to do. You've done in a while. I wrote it down, but can't read it. That is also a thing that you do. Yep. Yeah. We will not say it out loud yet. I fart. Glinvy does. I know. Then we do the dragon's heart horde. That is where we steal stuff. And then we do the Camarian goodbye, and that is when we say goodbye. And run away. Goodbye! And then we leave, right? Yes. We flee. What's the difference between fleeing and running so, away? Oh, fleeing is cooler. Oh. Fleeing is very cool. Yes, so you would do fleeing. When we run away, 
our goal, we might have to split up. In order this to is, shake. This is new. Does that have any name? <laughs> no, this is part of the Cormoran goodbye. Yeah. If things, if we get a lot of heat on us. Like if there is a fire. Yeah, there, there very well could be a fire. Yes. <laughs> ah, that is like, something. Like, would you just do. turn on your frying pan by accident? Not by accident. <laughs> now, if we have to flee, this warehouse is our meetup point. All right. If we have to separate, hmm. just so we're clear, everyone clear on that? Oh uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And if things go really bad, then we meet north of the city. We go through that escape tunnel that we have been told about. Ideally, yes. If things go really, really, really bad. Okay. Well, right. that is the plan. Well, what are the odds of that happening? Uh, 70%. Well, there is one way to find out. It's pretty low for us. <laughs> well, pretty good odds. Only 38%. <laughs> That's actually how statisticians figure things out. They just throw two dice. <laughs> two dice. Mm -hmm. So, is everyone clear on your character, your disguises, your personas, and the plan? Yes. Yeah. All right, now the thing we need to sort out is Thamus. Thamus will be arriving at 10.30. Where is he now? A.M. or P.M.? A.M. Okay. Today? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, where is he right now? What time is it? Um, probably about eight. <sighs> All right, I go back to bed. <laughs> we have two and a half hours. Yes. <laughs> yep. When we wake up, we can have second breakfast. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. That was a DM Give error. <laughs> sure. DM Give could have said, oh, 1028. <laughs> Give the players some time to make sure that they have, you know, everything in order. Mm -hmm. We're just gonna go back to sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah. And then about 10 o'clock, I'll start making second breakfast for Thamus as well. Uh -huh. That's would, you, would you prefer we do the Skyrim method and just like stand still for two and a half hours? <laughs> just staring at a wall. Staring. <laughs> just staring at a vendor. <laughs> like, have you restocked yet? Open. Did you restock yet? <laughs> we will in three hours. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Time passes. Slowly. <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> Two and a half hours, hours later, later. Famous is going to be. Uh, yeah, sure. It's ten thirty, and I finished making second breakfast. You finished making second breakfast. <laughs> I have second breakfast. Pancakes. And famous arrives punctually. What right kind on time. of uh, pancakes? Uh, chocolate chip. What style? Uh, ostrich style. <laughs> Do you all uh, pay attention to the front door or anything? Yeah, I'm waiting for Themis. Okay. It exactly 10.30 is a knock at the door. If we opened the door anytime earlier, would he have just been standing there until 10.30? Do you even know that it's him? You I haven't open opened the, the door. door. It's 1030. It's obviously him. You are nines. Open the door. What, what if it's someone to kill me? You do it. Well, that is true. If they are here, <laughs> if they are here, if they are here to kill you uh, I and open, I open I the open door, the you door would not be killed immediately. <laughs> Famous is outside. Hi, Thomas. Sure. <laughs> Hi. Hello. You who are Thamus? 
That's me. Yes. We have all of the materials that you will need to carry out your task tonight. Oh, good. Yes. I didn't want to be late, so I've been standing out there since about 8 o'clock this morning. <laughs> good. Um, <laughs> you want some breakfast? Yeah, I'm real hungry. <laughs> All right. Here, these are ostrich style. I thought I smelled some eggs cooking earlier, but, yeah, you know, you, didn't want to be rude. You couldn't tell what style they were, though. Oh, I could tell it was definitely ostrich style. Mm -hmm. I make him a plate of eggs and pancakes. Wow, these are very good eggs and pancakes. All done in ostrich style. <laughs> yeah. Can we get an ostrich style emote by any chance? Uh, only if we make it a joke more than one episode. That, that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> it sounds like a threat. Um, and also, this episode has to air before we can add those in. Not necessarily. Just like imagine, just like I'm just <laughs> spamming ostrich style like three episodes early. So, they're like, oh, okay. I don't know what ostrich style yeah, is, but that sounds cool. Plan. Why don't you take the lead? Because people won't stop talking. I haven't been able to get started. Well, he's still eating breakfast. Okay. So. Do you need me to finish? I can finish early. No, just go ahead. We have plenty of time. I always say, you know, eat every meal like it's your last. You always say that? Yeah. Has that ever happened? Well, not yet. <laughs> I'm still here. But eat every meal like it's your last, because you never know when you're going to die. Today might be the last day of your life. Could get blown up in, like, a big explosion or some sort of fire or, like, a combination of both. Can I do an inside check to see if this is foreshadowing? I'm the DM. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I got a... Got a dirty 20 on the... Foreshadow check. Uh, maybe. <laughs> so, Thamus. Mm-hmm. I am practicing my new... Color. I am... I'm practicing my new character. Um, but, um, when you are finished breakfast, just let me know. Mm. Mm. Sorry, or could be done whatever. No, just keep eating. There's plenty of time. You sure all mine. Yeah. yeah, we don't have anything to do until, like, 9 o'clock tonight. Four. four? Four. We're going in at four? That's when we're starting. We have what to am I doing for, for, like, like five and a half hours? What? What am I doing for five and a half hours then? Sleep. You're watching Themis eat. I take a, I take a cat nap. Mm. Oh. oh, that was that was tasty, yeah. Yeah, you need more? No, I'm pretty full. Oh, okay. Don't want to overeat. In case you have to run or something. Well, I mean, you know, cramp, and also watch, watch my figure. How is this figure? Fine. Describe it to me. And <laughs> over. No. Um, we have four he, and a half hours. He looks to be in his, uh, you know, mid 40s. He's got a wedding ring. Um, looks, you know, maybe like had kind of a, kind of a rough life. Seems to have a lot of worry lines on his face, but um, good head of hair. It's getting a little bit salt and peppery. Uh, it's this really dark brown, and it's kind of wavy. He seems to have spent um, quite a bit of time outside in his life. His skin looks a little, little leathery. 
yet it's uh, clearly been exposed to a lot of sunlight. So he's a hard-working kind of guy, you'd guess. Or just absolutely loves sunbathing, you're not sure. But... Hey, the... Thomas! <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Dude, what? <laughs> I'm pretty easy going. I just try to, you know, live and let live. Okay. Do you like sunbathing? Uh, it's okay. Yeah, do you... don't really have time to do that in my line of work. What is your line of work? Well... I'm out of work right now, which is why I took this job, because it pays pretty well. Gotta feed my family after all. But I've been a construction worker most of my life. Uh, you know, tried being a miner, but I just could not deal with being in darkness that whole time. It really messed with me. So, got a job uh, building things, and well, you know, bit of a slowdown in that sector right now. Oh, there's not a whole lot of new construction. They'll be doing infrastructure work in the near future, I imagine. <laughs> well, that's great. I grew up being a miner when I became an adult. Anyway, tell me more about your family. <laughs> oh, I got, uh... Why are you humanizing? <laughs> <laughs> I got three kids and, uh... A, you know, a wife. And quiet. Oldest is, you know, getting ready to set off. Uh, she's got an apprenticeship lined up. Over in well, Scott, tell me about the middle child, your favorite. Oh, well, I don't have any favorites. I love all my kids equally. I really try to do that. No matter what they do, they're my children, and yeah, I want to make sure that I, I don't, I don't favor one over the other. A lot of parents, my parents are guilty of that, so I try not to make that same mistake. Uh, the middle kid, he, he's a real sweetheart, uh, soft and uh, very, very shy. Yeah, not much of a people person, but he always likes to play music, so he's he's in the local band in his school. And, uh, well, mine got a little bit tight after we had to buy him an instrument recently. You know, he really wanted to pursue uh, this new type of instrument that the school just didn't have, so we had to Is buy it an instrument one. that you that you play by walking? No, like foot power? no, it, it's a it's a type of uh, brass instrument. Uh, I'm not very good with names. Some some sort of new combination of uh, reed and mouthpiece. I don't know, well, but he's pretty good at it and makes him so happy every time he picks it up. Fills the house with music. I just love it. And my youngest, well. He's just barely getting out of diapers. Pretty recent addition. We thought we'd only have two kids, but then the surprise third one came along a couple of years back, and oh, it's just so happy. Hey. <laughs> couple years back? Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> I'm just getting out of the diapers. <laughs> I mean, some kids yeah. don't want to be potty trained. Keep, keep going. <laughs> tell, tell me all about his family. Because he's definitely going to live. And, well, <laughs> uh, he just really figured out that he likes squirrels. That's his favorite thing in the whole world. He likes squirrels. He just wants to be friends with them, tries to make them happy. And, you know, he found one squirrel in our, you know, local uh, tree. That... <laughs> 
You guys think that here in the Carmel Republic they have public parks? Uh, no. Uh, no, they, they have park. a tree. Just one public tree. tree, huh? Yeah. It's yeah. A local tree. Well, we well, have. How many months until you, <laughs> your expecting wife has another child? <laughs> oh well, unfortunately, we found out that. Uh, she really can't have any more kids. Otherwise, uh, she might she might die. She's got a medical condition that, well, we just don't want to risk it. Something about her blood pressure and, and everything. Don't know. So. Do you, do you want to know any more of his tragic backstory? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, what else do you want to know? I wouldn't say it's really tragic. I'm leading a, an okay life. I have dreams of one day retiring to Silcine, getting out of here. Or, uh, just wish I could give my kids a better life. Mm -hmm. do, do, does anyone remember what we uh, offered to pay Thamus? Nope. No, Thamus. Uh huh. How much have we uh, agreed to pay you for this job? Oh well, I'll take pretty much anything. You said <laughs> a couple gold, but you weren't super specific. But uh, you know, need some money. Fairly yeah. certain I said five. Okay. Well, I mean, you don't have to give him five. I'm going to pay you half of what we have agreed to pay you now, so that you you have that, so you know that we are serious. I will oh, give, that, that's good. I yeah. Give, I give him five gold. Wow. What? Mm -hmm. Wow, this is really generous. Yeah. And and if you can find us after the, everything is done, you come here to this place again. Okay. Okay, sure. Yep, and I will pay you the other half then. Oh, all right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Also, if you do realize that if we don't come back here, he's going to sit here for the rest of his life. Well, so you who are well, famous. Leave the gold here. <laughs> yes, the gold will be left with the the steward, concierge. We're in a warehouse. <laughs> warehouse keeper. <laughs> we're in we're just keeper. in a warehouse. Is there a shelf? <laughs> There's a shelf. Sure. It will be on no, the this shelf. this is one of those new shelfless <laughs> warehouses. Sometimes, you know. So there, the other payment will be left on this shelf if we are not here. <laughs> the the keeper of the rundown warehouse. There I is no concierge. Warehouse keeper is definitely my favorite. Butler? That's <laughs> yes, the warehouse. It's, it's one of the most highly thought after jobs. Why are you after night bet? <laughs> Night doctor. <laughs> so uh, we were the night vets. Why we not visited you? by the night doctors. Why, why, don't, why don't we go set up the horrible explosive? Yes. Do you all want to come along? Might as well. Okay. Mm, all right, let's go. Yeah. Yep. So we go back there to uh, the place where Cormont has identified so, the place of the severance of the fervent fam cable. Famous. Uh -huh. Do you have any hobbies or... We really want to flush you out well, as a character. Well, you know, I I used to uh, really like writing little songs. I'd, I'd make some ditties. I never yeah. took it too seriously. Did you uh, write any for your wife? Yeah, I wrote a couple songs. Well, that's uh, how you fell in love with her, or got her to well, fall yeah, in love well, with how you. Did you. How did you meet? Oh, well, that was kind of cute. We bumped into each other at the local market. Like, and yeah, yeah, we, we bumped into each other. And... Well, 
I, I made her spill her eggs all over the marketplace. What uh, style? Uh, well... Is that why she started, can't get pregnant anymore? They started as chicken oh. eggs, but, you know, I think they were uh, scrambled by the end. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, spilled her eggs. I, I spilled the cream I was carrying. We both were, you know, ready to be mad at each other. But <laughs> when we turned around and saw each other... Oh, I couldn't help but fall in love. And she yelled at me. And <laughs> hasn't stopped that. <laughs> and they, she was pretty mad, you know, breaking all her eggs, but I was in love. So each week I I went back to the market at the same time, hoping I might see her again. Cause I didn't even get to say sorry. She was so angry, she stormed off. Yeah, and it was you know, most of my fault too, because I'm kinda clumsy. I don't have very good spatial awareness about a lot of things. Was she keeping all of her eggs in one basket? No, she had them pretty carefully tucked, and I gave her a bump, and she spilled them, and, mm. you know. Then, uh, after a few weeks, I came back, and she was there again, and I finally went up to her and said, Miss, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I broke your eggs. Can I, can I buy you some more eggs? And she was just so, well, the surprise that I wanted to buy her some eggs just to say I'm sorry that you know she let me apologize and we talked for a little bit and then uh, you know over a few months of seeing each other in the market eventually I got up the nerve to ask her if she'd like to go get a coffee and then we did and I found out she doesn't actually like coffee all that much but she does like a nice cup of tea so she drank some tea and I drank coffee and in just a nice slow build relationship, we got to know each other for a while, and then eventually I asked her to marry me, and she said yes, and then we had some kids later. It's not the most exciting story, but that's how we met. Any pets? Oh yeah, we have three dogs, two cats. We just love animals in our house. Can't really afford to feed them all the time. It's a bit of a struggle, but you know, our neighbors help out, because well, the cats keep the rats away, and the dogs make everyone feel secure because they bark when people come near our buildings. So, um, you know, they pitch in when money's tight. They appreciate us keeping the dogs. Them. How are those explosives no, coming along, also? Well, we're walking to the place. Oh, okay. While this is going on, yeah, we weren't just going to stand here. We were. I thought I thought that you were getting the explosives set up. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, you can be getting explosives set up. I'm we can yeah, move close. the plot so along. Coromont and I sure. put the explosives uh, in, in the bare spot of the cable. Do you have a good relationship with your parents? Well, uh, I can't say that I do, but only because they died a few years ago. Oh, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, they only met the first two, didn't get to meet the third one. It's too bad. Mm-hmm. I connect the uh, yarn to the uh, fuse. Are we using rope? No, we're using yarn. I thought the yarn... No, the yarn didn't work. Well, the rope didn't work. The yarn worked. So I have 200 feet of yarn. I thought the yarn was too insulated and didn't absorb. I mean, you did soak it for a while. Yeah, it soaked in kerosene. No, I wrote it down. Yeah, but we already established you can't read your writing. (laughs) Can we get a check on that? It doesn't particularly matter. <laughs> I'm concerned that it does. <laughs> the rope. You set up your fuse. We set up the extended fuse. We leave the yarn in the kerosene so it doesn't dry out between now and sometime around midnight or one in the morning. 
<clears throat> call Famous Sulfur and say, we have, we have made an extended fuse for you. It is, it is hmm. yarn, yarn inside of this kerosene container. Okay. Okay. So what you are to do is fairly simple. Come here about 10 o'clock tonight. Okay. Right here at this spot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you have something with which to light a fire? Um, well, I'll find something. Hmm. Coromont, do you have something to light a fire? Um, yes, here. Hands over a lighter. <laughs> lighter too, too famous. Yeah. So at 10 o'clock, you will wait here by this kerosene container, and you will watch over in the direction of the, uh, of the estate. The Elf St. Grandfell estate. Yes, it is the only one. It is the big estate. There are other estates. The Ulstein Gradfeld estate. <laughs> and when you see fireworks, okay, they will be up in the air, you know, how they mm-hmm. will sparkle and things like that. Yeah. Yep, yep. So what you will do then is that you will take this container of yarn in the kerosene and stretch it all the way out to its very end. And then light, light the end of the yarn that has been soaked in kerosene. The far end. Yes. Not, not the one. No, not the not the end that is here. You know, take it and and stretch it out. Mm-hmm. We can practice that if you want. Oh, well, I think I got it. You want me to light it over there? Yeah. Not right here. Yep. Yeah. Two hundred feet away. That would that, that would be the logical thing to do. <laughs> good, good. And then I want you, as soon as you light it, to run away as fast as you can, away from this spot. Okay. Um, well, is something supposed to happen? Um, there will be a boom, and you do not want it, to be caught in It's sort of like another firework. Well, what if like the the fuse goes out? What am I supposed to do? Just keep Run running. Run back right. and light the fuse. <laughs> but like I won't know how if it went out. How long is the fuse supposed to be? It is 200 feet long. Well, how long in time? <laughs> it, it's kind of hard to count 200 feet. When you As burn, like a unit of time. When you burn the yarn, did you count how fastly, how quickly it burned? Yeah, so you're worried about having enough time to run away? No, I want to make sure that your boom happens. No, oh, do not worry about it. I have thoroughly tested this. If you do it exactly as I say, it will be fine. Just keep running. Just keep running Back away. Back to the warehouse to get your money. Which will be on this shelf if we are not there. Okay, sure. So you, if a boom doesn't happen, you're okay? Make sure boom happens. Uh, You'll be fine. Uh, His character is so well developed, he has to live. Don't listen to the cat. So hmm, that's what my wife says. That is. <laughs> you don't speak with animal. What's so, that? Do not be confused by the cat. So you who are at Damus, yes, you will wait here starting at ten o'clock tonight. When you see the fireworks at the Ulstein Grotfeld estate, you will play out this long fuse, which is in the kerosene container. I'm going, why don't, why don't we just do this? Light the end of it and run away. I'm gonna take, just cut a foot off the very end of the fuse. Okay, off the yarn fuse. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we'll light it, mm-hmm. just separate it, mm-hmm. and just see how long it takes to burn. Okay. Uh, 
probably 20 seconds. 20 seconds? So with 199 feet left, that's a lot of seconds. Mm-hmm. It's a that lot is, of seconds. That is a lot of seconds. Yeah. So that's like 4,000 minus 20. <laughs> So this fuse... Maybe we should cut the fuse down a little? So it's two... You said 20 seconds? 20 seconds per foot. There's 4,000 seconds. That is going to be about two hours. (laughs) Why don't we make it a little shorter? Okay, we are going to be doing it here for the next 20 minutes. Why don't we make it like a five-minute fuse? Five minutes? How Maybe big we, is the explosion going to be? We do not, we have no idea there will even be an explosion other than the little explosion that Koromanth has created with the little bit of blasting powder he was able to procure. So, why don't we just plan Let's like... say 10 minutes. A 10-minute fuse? Yeah. So that's three thirty. That's only thirty feet. Yeah. So why don't we cut most of the? <laughs> that way you can just keep uh, yeah. the rest of it, Olsef. No, yeah, car- you can just <laughs> keep that kerosene-soaked yarn in your pocket. <laughs> okay, we will do this. <laughs> I'm glad we tested it. So even better, I will. I'll take the yarn. Since we have time to kill now, we've got like, like hours and hours. Yeah, left. you have, you have time. We have a lot of time. Yeah. Why don't we cut to a couple more tests to make sure it's a consistent burn? We have plenty to play with. Yes. So. Well, I'll cut, we'll I'll play cut, some fireworks I'll outside cut of town. Ten, ten more one foot lengths of fuse. And we'll nine more. Excuse me, count. nine more, so okay, that we can sure. keep dividing by. Sure. Time. How consistent is it? Oh, some of them burn up in a. About three seconds. Others, it's a full minute. <laughs> it's fine. Let's leave. I cut, I cut <laughs> the remaining 190 feet. 190 feet. I cut it into three equal lengths. Do you want to know how long those are? No. Are you sure? There's 63.33333333 into That's why infinity. I didn't want to know, because I already knew that it comes into an Also, how many threes? Can you tell me how many threes that is? How many threes are there? Count the threes there for is me, one three. it, it comes between two and four. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So you're cutting it into th- equal thirds. Three equal lengths. And you're going to burn one to see how long it takes. No. And we will tell Amos, there are now three of these lengths. <laughs> and... We tie, I tie all three of them. We have triple redundancy on the fuses. I see. Yes. And you will, you will light all three of them then. So and instead then, of laying one out 200 feet, you will lay out three of these at 60, 63.3 to infinity times each. So it might be one minute of running. Or? Or... An hour. An hour. Well, we'll have time. We'll have, you know, what have we got to do after we do the dragon sport? We'll just chill out hope, and hope it explodes sooner. Yeah. And wow, I'm just kind of surprised that they're actually doing fireworks the rest of us can see tonight. Oh, do they usually not? Yeah, they usually keep them behind the wall. Hmm. 
Oh, they don't shoot them way up in the air? Not really, no. Oh, well, they'll do it this time. Right? Yep, they will. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Because how high do the air fireworks then? In the air. This plan is working out really well so far. Well, we're not <laughs> in it, so it is actually. Uh-huh. I mean, this... It doesn't say, it says it explodes with a dazzling display of colors. Um, it's bright enough that within 10 feet, it can blind you. So, I would say mod moderately bright. It's the pyrotechnic spell? Yeah. Like, it's gonna be night. I don't know how bright is this place at night. I mean, it's a city, so it's still dark. It's night, but compared to the middle of the wilderness, it's pretty bright. Okay. I mean, so this, this, we're blowing so. up a part of the loop, though, right? So yeah. Yeah, when that explodes, if it works, the city will get dark. Very dark. There, the city will go completely dark. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if it's close enough for the loop, they wouldn't extend the loop further than it needs to go. Right? Well, yeah. So, I would assume they can see the... Uh... I'm just going to assume. All right. We're just, we're just going to go shoot, through this plan. You're going to shoot assumption. fireworks into the Is there... Air. Can we look... How long do we have? A few hours? You have a few hours. Let's look for a fireworks store. Okay. Where's Frank's fireworks? <laughs> Discount fireworks. Fanny's, Fanny's fireworks. The discountiest fireworks. Just in case. Fireworks. Uh, let's go look for the fireworks store. Fervin's fireworks. Fervin's <laughs> fireworks. Uh, yes. You know what? Do I find? Fervin's? Um. Okay. We find the well, yellow pages. <laughs> why don't you three nominate one of you to roll a D100? Also. And I'll let you know if you find a fireworks store. This okay. is the most absurd request. All right, Elsa. 53. No. There's no fireworks store. Hmm. I think we're just gonna, I can, I can do it 60 feet in the air, so. And if we do it from. 60 feet is above the wall. What if we we're, do? We're already up. We're what, gonna shoot it sixty feet higher than we'll, that. We'll shoot it out the window of the voices room, which is on the top floor. Yeah, that's way above the wall. Yeah. Yeah. You you do know that the wall isn't very high, which is why him saying they're actually gonna let us see the fireworks tonight sounds kind of insane. The wall is only about fifteen feet high. Yeah. So why can't you see you? Did they pay someone to make it so the fireworks are only visible on the inside of the compound just to screw over everyone else? Because that sounds like something they do. That, that does sound like a rich person. They're like, we're paying for fireworks. They're not. So we're going to pay extra to make sure they can't see them. It's the anti-illusion magic. Maybe their fireworks are not real fireworks. Maybe they're just illusions. That don't work in there because there's anti-illusion magic? We'll figure it out. Yep. <laughs> that's that's a bold conclusion. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. This, we'll is, all it out. this is all when we're done anyway. All right. Well, can wait, I, if he knows that there's fireworks, though, can presumably I, the sound goes through, or does he just assume there's fireworks? 
I don't know. I think he just assumes there's fireworks. Can we find like a fl signal flare sort of thing somewhere in like a general store or mining? Sure, you, yeah, there's signal flares, yeah. All right, can we, I, I would like to at least purchase a few signal flares, which might, how much would those be? Um, you want like three? Sure, yeah. That would probably come to like two silver, five copper. I give each of us a flare. These are like backup. What backup. color is this? Red. I don't like it. Give me a new color. Here's my green one. Thank you. What color is mine? Blue. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. So we each have a flare as a backup, backup, backup. Did and we tell him that we have them? Go back and tell them. <laughs> we are still here. We're just standing no, around. We're at the flare shop. Oh. Yeah, you left. What's the, what's the name of the flare shop? Or took a. Fervent's you, flares? You left the field. And went oh. shopping. Yeah. Okay. D did you want to take Famous with you? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Famous is along for the ride. Yeah. You who are Famous. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The fireworks may not be very big. Sometimes they may look just like a little flare, but that is what the firework will be anyway. So maybe you guys will signal me with one of those? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Fireworks or flares. Like any kind of any kind of I'm not bright... dumb, I can figure out that you're gonna signal me with something. Yeah, bright lights in the sky. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe we should invest and send message. Since we can't agree on this. <laughs> What do, I can't get some However, message. if you see an unidentified, well, unidentified aerial phenomenon, <laughs> do not respond. <laughs> and, and, the, and the DM is sitting here going, now is the time for me to introduce some aliens in here, and they'll do a low-flying event over triggering it early. Yeah, or they'll do, like, an early firework display that they decided everyone can see this time. I'm not, that's the last thing I'm worried about. Yeah. <laughs> what are the odds of that happening? All right. Three. Three Famous, four. go ahead and head back. Oh, want me to wait in the field? Uh, no, yeah. you do not uh, you go to the field until 10 p.m. tonight. Mm, 10. He, he should get there a little earlier. You think so? Like, the voice does not go on until 11, and he is always The late. voice goes on at 7. <laughs> Why do you, where are you getting these times <laughs> from? <laughs> From what I had noted before, am I really, uh, yeah, the does not go on at seven. That is very early. Nobody's always late. The performance starts at seven. So it'll be like eight. His performance or? The overall performance I starts, at starts at seven. So I seem to have been mistaken about my time. <laughs> <laughs> not that we have spent our time very well so far. <laughs> Yeah. You know, this has been pretty low stress for yeah, me yeah. over here. 6.30 p.m., be at the location. Sure. And here, I'm going to find a place and buy him a to-go sandwich so that he has something to eat. Oh, don't worry about that. My wife is making me something. She knows sometimes i got to pick up odd jobs, and she packs some dinner for me. And my kid uh, just wrote, you know, a, a draft of a book that he wants me to read. So I'm going to bring that along for some entertainment. Oh, good. Can you read at night? You have dark vision? 
Um, I don't, but I usually just bring a candle. Oh, okay. Besides, I'll need to light something for the candle, right? Well, you have the lighter, too, but the candle works. Yeah. Are you going to tell us now that his wife leaves a love note in every lunch and it comes with a fruit snack? <laughs> well, I don't know what a fruit snack is, but my wife does leave a little note in every lunch, yeah. Use your knife to make him a fruit snack. <laughs> yeah, those are raw <laughs> ingredients. <laughs> yeah. Gushers just fall off the trees. <laughs> don't they? <laughs> fruit roll-ups? That just comes from the bark of the roll-up no, tree. Fruit, fruit roll-ups are technically fruit leather. So I assume they just skin the no. fruit. <laughs> and then tan it. Yeah. No, fruit roll-ups come from stalks that grow out of shallow beds of water. So yeah. does, does our audience now understand this, the source of fruit roll-ups? No, but <laughs> no, they're doing. next episode we'll talk about Dunkaroos. <laughs> All right. Okay, so, so the audience is now hoping good. that there is no next Let's episode. go back. It's fine. Let's go back to the <laughs> warehouse, leave money it's, for Thamus. Have, yeah. have you ever had Cookie Crisp? We, I, I bought Dunkaroo cereal because it cost 50 child. cents because no one bought it. <laughs> <laughs> So but we it, go. it tastes like crispy <laughs> cookie crisps if they just made it out of sugar cookies <laughs> instead of fake chocolate chips. We so, go back to the warehouse. We, I put five gold on the shelf. We should give him more than five. I put ten gold he on the shelf. He gets ten. Now he he gets already five. got five. He's like probably going to die. Then he won't pick it up. That <laughs> and then we'll have to go back because I don't want to lose ten gold. It's my right. gold. It's the perfect You left goal. it there. It's now fair game. <laughs> so, let us get dressed. Okay. Will that take the next four hours? Uh, maybe. My outfit? Absolutely. Because <laughs> I'm never getting out of it ever again. Okay. All right. So, we spend the next little bit getting prepared for the party. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm going to... Everyone put your magic items in the bag of holding. Any of your illicit magic items, weapons, things like that. Is my knife a weapon? <laughs> I will, eyes I've of, got gum socks. It, is the blade the object a weapon It's in the a eyes? utensil. <laughs> it's definitely just, not a utensil. Just put it in the bag for now. So that would be old thumper, because I don't think it's classy to carry around a bleeding uh, club with me. It doesn't leave the blood anywhere you go, but it looks like it is. Uh, my gleaming armor, that's magic. It's fine. Rich people you're have You're not wearing items. your armor because you're wearing a tuxedo. No, you wanted all of my magic items. Yeah, just, uh, well, yeah, you're not going to carry plate mail around. No. But it's not magic. You want you want me to put everything into your bag? Of well, paper? you can leave your plate mail here if you want. That's I, a bad this idea. is just that a, might be stolen right out from under their nose. Then you then put it in my bag. I put all of the things in the bag. You put all your things in the bag. That way, I don't have to keep track. <laughs> all right. So I my rapier is not magic, and I keep that in there in my pocket, my magic pocket dimensions in my jacket. Mm-hmm. My studded leather does not fit under this, does it? No. No. Okay. I need to carry the bourbon crystal box. Oh, I have that in the bag right now. Yeah, but I will need to carry that. What? So that when it is fully charged, at, after we have completed the bourbon farce, yeah. 
and it's fully charged, we wouldn't want it contained. Yeah, in the box that, yeah. that's in right now, right? Yeah. Inside the cage. Yeah, why do you need to carry it? Are you coming into into the... We're all going together. We're not splitting up in here. You're not going to stand There's outside no the shack? No splitting up in this, in the, at all. Okay. That's rule number one. Never split the party. Split the party. <laughs> split the party. <laughs> Said nines on his own. No, don't, don't, don't split the party. Not do not, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I will be Robart. All right, Robart, and we won't split the party. Helwyn, do you have anything you want to put in the bag that I will get in to the party? Um. Probably. Yeah, Coromanth drops uh, drops his cane in and then uh, drops a small bag, just a little pouch in there. But that should be all that I need. Alright, all in. I just leave now with Coromanth's stuff. Oh, I know. I don't think I haven't factored that in. Just ignore us, Carm. I'm not deaf, nor am I stupid. Helen? Neither. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's my bow, and I'm seeing what else they have on them. Uh, yeah, hang on to that ring for me. Oh, and how about this magnifying glass? And, ooh, would you mind carrying these potions? These potions would be good. Um, oh, and here's some leather to put in there, and a couple more daggers, here's a climbing kit, and here's a few more daggers, and some more arrows, ooh, don't, those are poisoned, and actually all of that's poisoned, um, oh, and here's a short sword, and a long sword, and a, I can leave that really long one here, um, yeah, yeah, there we go. Do you want to carry your trident, or do you want to put the trident in? I'm going to leave the trident here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do put the heated trident. Perhaps someone will there. steal right. it from right out under their nose, and I will not have to carry it any longer. So, everyone has what they want. I'm going to put the bag of holding in the pocket, the expanded pocket. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I construct my uh, Chateau d'Ethanol balloons in a barrel with a spigot. Just in case. Container, just in case we need it. Okay. Sure. And I might use it anyway, because it's a cool prop. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> All right. Let's... Anything else that you guys want to prepare? I think we might need to just go for it. I don't think we're smart enough to prepare anything else. Let's wing it. Let's, let's take a nap until it's time to start. So we got dressed and then we take a nap. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's head to the party. Okay. Time passes. And it's now around five o'clock. You can head over to the party. I thought we were going at four. Sure, it's around four yeah. o'clock. If you want. Yeah. Give us an extra hour to get in case of issues. Mm. Okay. Okay. We are doing Troubadour's Folly now. <laughs> you you head over 
Yes. And you are outside the Ulfstein Grotfell uh, compound. All right. Are we each holding our, our back Thanks to stage pass. pass? Yes, everyone has their stage pass on a lanyard. On a lanyard? I assume. They were on lanyards, weren't they? Yes, they, they were, yes. actually. Okay, yeah. All right. Lanyards. My old enemy. <laughs> All right. Uh, you and go through first. All right. Walk in, walk up, show my. Well, not like that. Just like. Step over to the scanning point. Scanning? Fine. Yep. Go to the scanning point. All right, hold still. Uh, close your eyes. <laughs> keep them, keep them closed too. You step into this little booth. It's about like two feet long, and it's open on either end. It's got a little roof on it, and there is one side that is kind of. It looks like there's a little booth over on the other side. And the two of you, and Hulwan and Koromanth can all see this, but your eyes are closed, so you can't nights. This screen comes up on one side, and there's this giant eyeball that just stares straight ahead. Is that like an organic looking eyeball? Mm-hmm, yeah. It's a very Weird. organic looking eyeball. It's upsettingly organic looking. And What noise does it make? Squishy noises. I hear those, right though? Oh, yes. <laughs> and the longer you stand there, you start to... The rest of you don't hear this, but Nines does. There's this growing, high-pitched tone that just keeps growing in volume and becoming ever louder the longer that you stand there. And after about 30 seconds, I mean, it is the only thing that you can hear. Everything else in the world is just gone. The only thing you can hear is this high-pitched tone, and then, all right, come on through. It's gonna take forever for the guests to get in here if they have I open speak. my eyes and... Is the eye closed? It's just gone? The screen is down. I go through. Okay. He's next. Gormov's next. That's how I communicate to Gormov. Who's not Gormov? He's... He's... Yeah, he doesn't have a name. He just goes by two snaps. Gormov rolls his eyes. And... I um, can hear that. And walks over, closes his eyes, and the same thing again. Happens with Coromanth, to about 30 seconds. Come on through. <laughs> next. Come on, hurry up. You are next. I have, to go, I have to go last in case I'm it going, doesn't work. I'm going over the walls. Of Come Coromanth. on, guys, oh, we right. don't have all day. Okay. You're just stage crew. Don't worry about it. I don't know why you dress so fancy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I walk off, by the way, along right. the wall. Sure. Okay, I, I go next. All right. I'm carrying a uh, 
barrel with a spigot. Uh, set your barrel in here first, please. In where? In the scanning booth. This is a very important barrel. I'm sure it is. It still has to clear security. Okay. Put the barrel in the scanning booth. Again, same sort of process. Giant eyeball. They're about 30 seconds. All right. Um, do you mind if I pick up your barrel and put it over here? Be very careful with that barrel. It contains the voices favorite drink. Sure. <laughs> Picks it up. Doesn't seem to be careful at all. Sets it down. Come on. I go into the booth. Again, the same thing. You get to a point where you can only hear an incredibly loud, high-pitched tone. And then, come on through. I go through. Pick up my barrel carefully. Holwyn steps up. Takes their turn. About 30 seconds passes. Right. Come on through. While they're doing that, I will have found some squirrels. Sure. Because it sounded like there was a lot, right, around here. Squirrels, I mean, they're squirrels. They're fairly yeah. common. All right. I'm going to wild shape into a squirrel. Sure. And try and communicate with the other squirrel to okay. go up over the wall with me. I do like the squirrel, like, Um, the but squirrel is like animal handling. <laughs> is that the same squirrel that stole our uh, stone from earlier? You have no idea. Disorder You're not know? there. Yeah, a animal handling, I guess. Yeah. For communicating with the squirrel. Yeah, let's let's go. Eighteen. The squirrel is like sure, whatever, and then runs up. You're not a hundred percent certain if. The squirrel is going with you or just sort of going there? Uh-huh. But they're doing what you want. All right. And they go up over the wall? Yeah. I will follow. Okay. You're up and over the wall. I come down on the other side. All right. Interesting fact about squirrels. When they jump, this is, I think, true. <laughs> because <laughs> well, let's just say I it saw anyway. it on the internet, which <laughs> so means... It must be. It's definitely true. If it's in a meme format, it's true. Um, and I'm going to go look this up later, but I believe this to be too cool to not be true. So even if it's not true, it is true now because it's too cool to not be. Squirrels, when they jump, they do a superhero landing. <laughs> By default. <laughs> That's how they land. Yeah. So you do a little superhero landing. You don't know why, you're just like, oh, I guess I just did that. And you're on the other side of the wall. I will scamper. What kind of, what's the environment like inside the wall? Plush. Like gardens and yes. stuff? Like like French garden, like, I mean, Navinian garden, sort of like really planned. Uh, like yes, very fountains. planned. Fountains, lots and lots of greenery. So on the, other, on the other side of the wall um what you know it's a lot of city it had been very just brick stone concrete that's it you know a couple so when famous was talking about our local tree like that made some sense to you because 
it's not much. On this side of the wall, it is just lush green. There's tons of plants, tons of flowers, trees, grasses, uh, mosses, just ev everything is beautiful on this side. Um, I will run back as a squirrel and find the group. Yeah, and we are starting to just, I'm just starting to saunter over in the direction of uh, the Furban uh, the Shed. Just kind of looking around, you sure. know, admiring all sure. of the beauty of the garden and just kind of walking in that direction. Going. Because I want Coromanth with me. Coromanth is doing a lot of eye rolling, but going along with it. Mm -hmm. hey, why do you get to do that? He's not your assistant manager guy. I thought that was his name. It is his name. Well, <laughs> actually, he might have a name. I, my character's too important has. to know that. So I catch up with them. Sure. Okay. If they're, if they're waiting, you all didn't agree on where you're gonna go once you're in. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we're doing the stalking leopard. And where are you going? To we're going to the northern part of the compound to the octagonal-shaped building that is the Furban. Generator. And how are you getting there? We're walking stealthily are you going through the crowd. In the inside of the manor or around the outside? What? Well, hold on. <laughs> I will find a place to turn and drop my squirrel form. Mm -hmm. Tell us what does the place look like? What? Are, what? Like, is it just one big building? Are there multiple buildings in this walled area? Like, what's the? I, I know there's a lot of gardens, but like, what's the? terrain we're looking at. We have a map of the building. The inside of the main building. Yeah. So, surrounding the main building, there are a mix of gardens and then what seems to be sort of wildscape. Mm -hmm. You're on a plot that's... This is taking up probably 30 acres of the city. In the center. Yeah. yeah. Most of it isn't a building. Most of it is wild area and gardens. You know that the Fervin power generator, the shed, is on the north side. How you get there is what I'm wondering what you are doing. All right. Are well, you going around the outside of said building? Are you trying to walk through the main building? Uh... Are you going around the building on the east or west right now? You are near the main entrance, but you are distinctly separated from the main crowd. So if you're thinking about like any sort of televised big celebrity event like Oscars or the Met Gala, whatever, <laughs> They have all of the famous people going through the front entrance. Not too very far away from many of these places are where all the people who actually are putting the whole thing together and making a function enter through a boring ass little entrance that never gets shown. And they are separated. So there's a whole bunch of really well-to-do people all mingling around the front gate and the 
the entryway courtyard has some tables and things. It's clearly a place to gather and spend time. There is an actual fence, like a dividing fence that's been put up between that and where you are. You're sort of on the east side of the building, and there is a service path that goes into uh, a side entrance. But the shed is separate from the building. The shed is separate from the building, (laughs) and the service path heads around the building to the north side. Okay, but before we do that, okay, are there like people walking around with trays of drinks or are they set up on little high top tables or anything? Uh, There are a combination of both of those happening on the other side. Where the fancy people are. Okay, well, I wander over to the fancy person place and grab two drinks and then walk back. <laughs> there, there is a fence. Also, you're that, carrying a barrel. That stops yeah, you from going there. They fence off the fancy people. But we are us. fancy people. No, we went in the you service would, people You entrance. used okay. your, the entrance that you had access to oh, is not the, the fancy service. people entrance because you didn't get an invitation. We got a, we got you got door passes. <laughs> you got employee pass. passes. They, were, they said they were backstage passes. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. Okay. You, so, di- you didn't get fancy people tickets. You got right. crew oh, tickets. Oh, I understand how this is laid out. I didn't understand yeah, that until what... I went to try to get a drink from the table. Oh, that's, that's what it took. Yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine you still trying right. to walk into the fence. Are like, there many people you who are us? fence? <laughs> Why are you keeping me on this side? Kind of going through. There's a lot of people working, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of movement. All right. Um, just... And there's quite a few guards. I just gesture us off to the side a little, and so we can like look like we're talking to each other, right? In okay. a circle. Are we really talking? With I'm you? going to pull out of my component pouch a leaf of mistletoe and a sprig of spruce, mm-hmm. and uh, set them together, and begin chanting a little fey magic words. Yep. Igniting them into ash. Okay. And casting pass without a trace. Okay. Um. So, I'm det- I am choosing the full group here to get a stealth bonus. All right. And now we're going to sort of stealth, stealth casually, make our way to the. We're going to do stalking leopard stealthily. Yeah, that's what stalking leopard is. Yeah, I know. Stealthy. Yeah. So we're going to try and stealth our way north. Okay, so you're going um, up and around the building. So you're following the service path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Up and around. Stealthily. Right? Okay. I look around. Do I see any, like, servants' cloaks or coats or anything? We brought servant clothes. We did? Yeah, they're in my bag. Oh, let's wear them. Uh... We just put on fancy clothes. We won't worry about it right now, because ideally we just won't be spotted. And if we are, just take your lanyards off now, and we'll pretend like we just were fancy people who wandered off drunk. That's why I was looking for drinks. (laughs) (laughs) You were beginning to sober up. (laughs) 
That's why I wanted two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Olseth, double fist in the drinks. So we would like to stealth along the service path to find this Furban facility. Okay. You are moving along with everyone else that's coming in, blending into the crowd. Yeah. When you reach the north side of the building uh, and turn the corner, you see that the path goes right up next to the power shed. And about path. a third of the people are heading into a rear entrance that looks to likely be a kitchen area. The doors are swinging quickly, open and close, open and close. And there's uh, boxes of ingredients outside of the kitchen area. So you, you piece this together fairly quickly. And there's also the smells of delicious soups and stews and roasted meats coming out from that area. It's a good thing we had two breakfasts. It's a good thing they don't have pie. You also notice that there is another path that continues beyond that kitchen and goes back down uh, towards the southern end again. So it's wrapping around the other edge of the building. What's and the... a few people are heading that way. What kind of people? Um, people that are mostly wearing uh, jeans and just like tunics, rough sponge shirts, uh, seem to be heading that way. You see, the folks that are heading down that path have badges that look similar to yours. And you see the people going in and out of the kitchen. Uh, they have badges that look a little different. So it's like entertainment, and this is mm -hmm. like the food staff. Mm -hmm. So what is the, are there anyone outside the power station? There's some people outside the power station, yeah. There are at least two guards that you see. Mm-hmm. And there's well, this guards, wasn't part of the plan. There's guards around the pathways. It doesn't look like they're doing all that much, just sort of there to help keep people from wandering the larger property. Mm-hmm. Neither are neither either of them new fear or Gubar? No, those are the places. Yeah. I know. I just wanted to check. Maybe uh, no. Doing double duty. Nope. They are. The all of these guards, they are wearing the colors of the Ulstein Grotfell family, mm -hmm. and seem to be, you know, in official uniform. All right, nines. It's time to charm your way in. Can we see the door? Hey, charm. Can we see the door to the shed. No, you see the shed, but the door seems to be on the far side of it, mm -hmm. the far north side, so you can't see the entrance. Well, let's well, try and stealth let's, around. Let's go to the far side. We're going to stealth our way around, ideally. He's just sneaking. Okay, then I need everyone to make a stealth check, but I also need to know exactly where, like, what, what's your approach? Are you trying right, to go no, through the okay. woods? Are you just trying to drunkenly stumble up the path? Like, what? What is your approach here? I think because that's going to set the DC. Sneak through the woods. Yes, we will sneak through the woods. If if they catch us, we will drunkenly stumble. Yeah. 
Drunken stumbles the back out. Yeah. And you get a plus 10 from my plus last 10. Chase. And I'm wearing sneaky boots, so I get advantage. Yes. I get a 33. 23. 18, 29, 31. Okay. You guys are all doing all right. Um, so you're sneaking through the woods, right? That's what yeah. you decided? Yep. Being careful okay. not to snap any branches. You sneak into the woods, and no one seems to have noticed that you stepped off the path. So you're now in a sheltered copse, able to see the entrance to the shed hiding among the bramble at the moment. Are there any guards outside the entrance? Yes. How many? You can see two outside. Okay. So, I have a suggestion. Okay. Okay. That if we are apprehended by the guards, that we present ourselves as members of... uh, we are a Furban Tech repair company. All right. In that case, we should put on our different clothes, our Furban Tech repair company clothes mm-hmm. that we brought. Yes. We did not bring those. Well, what do we have? We have rough spun servant clothes and fancy clothes. <laughs> okay. Let us put on. Okay. We we are going to do a stocking leopard 2.1. <laughs> this is a suggestion. All right. That we are a Furban Tech repair company. I will provide the cover because I can speak for from Techness. Okay. Okay. Put on the homespun stuff because for tech repair people do not make very much money. And does anyone have anything with which to write? Yes, I do. Okay. We will write on there. Verbum tech repair tech. <laughs> I will be Fervent Tech Repair Tech. What if we made one? You will each be Fervent Tech Repair Tech two. What if we just had nines pretend to be Tablafin and order them to go away? We could try that first. Because we don't have, we have good costumes. <laughs> oh, the planning. No, I think I think that we will be Fervent Tech Repair Techs. Why don't we try the Tablafin plan first? Well, I think that that would be the thing that he will. Nines, who is now, will tell them, will be to Blafin for the moment, and tell them that the very important Fervent Tech Repair Techs have finally arrived. Okay? Now, Fervent Tech Repair Techs, like any other Repair Techs, okay, do not give a precise time, so they will say, Why are you here now? And we will say, We were called by Brucalian. Said, but Brucalian is not here. And we'll say, well, we know that. I think I would just tell them, you ask too many questions, shut the hell up. Why don't we just have to bluff and tell them to go somewhere else? After telling them all of this, they will simply say, oh my God, let's just go in. Just like when I talk about mining. Well, how long do we we need to be in there? Only about uh, 10 minutes. Then we don't need to have them go away. No, they do not need to go away. They just need to let us in. Uh, we've got the technical specifications of what they use. What we don't have is what they might have done to the generator. Have they covered any of it up? Are there protective panels? So who is inside? Do they have appropriate protective clothing? All of those things are unknowns. Well, This could be quick. It could be an hour. I don't know. 
So you will tell them that Tablafin said to let us in because we are for integrity. Yes, because I am Tablafin. Yes. <laughs> so I told myself. <laughs> you, you, you as Tablafin. I right. tell them to let us in because we have forbidden so, repair techs who had been called by Brukelli in four everyone months Everyone accepts. And finally... <laughs> we don't need to give them details! <laughs> and finally, and finally, we got it onto our calendar and we said we will be there in this three-day period sometime between 8 a.m. and midnight on one of those three days, and this is, happens to be it. And, all right. <laughs> what, a, what a bold plan. <laughs> I sure hope that there is Fervin tech repair, guys. <laughs> Why don't we just say... The, why, don't, why don't you just go tell them, as to Bluffin, that there are people who are going to be working on the generator and that everyone needs to clear out because it's dangerous. Like we can, but... Execute. <laughs> but, but then they might make a... I feel like they would just make a uh, perimeter around it as opposed to just sitting in front of the door. We'll just tell them to let them through. Okay. You you know what you're doing. You're Tablafin. Yes. Should I? Do you, do you have something to change my appearance to make him be more Tablafin-like? I mean, you have a disguise kit. You can probably oh. like change your stripes or put a false <laughs> nose on or something. Give me your mirror. I use my disguise kit to look more Tablafa-like. All right. Does that work? Do I look more like him? I think you have like to him? roll for it. You, you definitely have to roll to see. Are you proficient in disguise kit? And you are doing this in the middle of the, you're in a bush, bush yeah. so roll with disadvantage. Guidance. No, wait, no guidance. I'm you're concentrating. Holding. What do I add? Is it, are you proficient well, in disguise? Kit. I mean, it came with my character, so. It would be on the left side under tools. Yes. So add your proficiency and your charisma. Do, 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 do. That is a nine. The best <laughs> number. I should get. Well. I should get double advantage with that because I got nine. <laughs> well, Why you, you still get nine so even with double advantage. So. Uh, you look more Tablafin-like. It's all about but, the performance. But not, not a lot. And you, even you feel, I'm not pulling this off great right now. You're a great actor, you can do this. It's not, you should probably try again. It's just go out there, you're fine. Can you, can you just try it again? After all, I mean, Okay. If you're aware so, the disguise is bad, can you just start over? Yes. Just keep rolling. However, two nat twenties. The conditions of cleaning up your previous attempt at disguise, since Tablafin has like different stripe colors, so you've been using powders to like color your own coat, try to make it look. That, I mean, that's the thing with the Tabaxi. You all have fairly distinctive coat patterns. So you're trying to mimic him as best you can. And you can you can definitely try again. You are in a bush and as 
any woman or man knows, and anyone who's ever applied makeup, when you're in like a bathroom somewhere that you're just like, I don't fucking know what the hell, where is everything? The DC is going to increase if you screw up and you need to take things off. You can try again, but the DC is going to increase. And it's always going to be with disadvantage. And it will be with disadvantage because, again, you're in a bush. Do you want me to go in? I'm not saying that you couldn't succeed, but it becomes less likely. You do know that this isn't a very convincing disguise. But could you care? Pull it off. But could you pull it off? And then the question you'll need to ask is, can I do worse? Because no, we're with... just going to go. We're just going to go. All right, go for it. <laughs> Olsaf! There is no Olsaf yet. There's Olsaf. Robert. We're talking to each other right now! <laughs> we must stay in deep cover. I need all of you to make another stealth check since you've been doing makeup and trying to have a conversation <laughs> in a bush. Same. 31. 25. Uh, 24. Okay. You're okay. <laughs> no one seems to have noticed right. you. Why don't you? Let's let's just go for it. Okay. You guys follow. I'm just going to introduce you as tech guys, and then you're just going to go right in, because nothing bad's going to happen. We are fervent tech Sounds guys. Good. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Nines, right. roll a percentile die. We're, not we are, we're fervent tech techs. Uh, 57. Okay. So you boldly emerge from the bush. We, we are going from the bush. They're in tow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to be muttering to myself, these fucking idiots have to pick today of all days to do this goddamn repair. As I'm walking up to the... Uh, uh, guards. Okay. Uh, you two! Make make a performance check. You should have advantage I as an actor. You probably should. No, you don't. You do not have advantage. Is it canceled by a disadvantage? It is canceled by a disadvantage. You are trying to play someone that these people know very well in an unconvincing disguise. <laughs> That is going to be a 27. Okay. Continue. You two! <clears throat> First off, look right! You're goddamn professionals! Uh, yes, uh, sorry, Mr. Tabloffin, sir. We have two techs here. Mm -hmm. You see them? Mm-hmm. They have to do some work in there. If anyone disturbs them, because if they screw up, this whole place is gonna go, mm -hmm. and I can't have that happen. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, Mr. Tabloffin. What? But that is not quite correct. It is not that the whole place will go. Care. The whole nope. city will go. All of it will go. But well, you can do it, right? It, all of the city will go. <laughs> Make a performance check. Because <laughs> you chimed in. <laughs> At disadvantage. 
<laughs> um, two. <laughs> I don't make a performance check. I got a cat butt. <laughs> Why did you talk? <laughs> All of it will go. <laughs> um why 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 today? Why are they here today? It's the party. It, like are we sure that we want to be doing this? Can't can't they come back later? As I'm pretty sure they should come back later. Not to tell you how to do your job, Shut Mr. Do I look like I need one more fucking thing on my plate? Tonight of all things with some goddamn Let them in Let them do their shit and shut the fuck up Make a persuasion check I got a happy cat So that will be a 28 that's a swing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Do you? Do you? Um, yep. Okay. Uh, of course, sir. We'll just stand over there. Thank you. Go in. Do your thing. I need the box with the fervent thing. I'm with you guys. Do you go inside? There were only two checks. We go inside. They, don't. they they are. I don't think they care anymore. <laughs> they stop counting. Okay, we go in. Okay, on the inside, there's about a dozen people. All fervent tech people. Um, uh, there's a mix of guards and what looks like a few, possibly technicians. Tell them there's a leak and that they all have to clear. Did you all hear that? that we need to work in here. It's actually quite loud in this space, and oh. you see that most of them are wearing some sort of ear protection. Not all, but most are wearing some ear protection, and there's a lot of like humming and whirring and everything from this space. You guys have never seen a functional Furvin generator, mm-hmm. and the tiny little Furvin engines that you've seen by comparison they they look like trinkets by comparison. There's a large fervent crystal chained in the center like you have seen before. There are uh, these sort of how best they look like giant needles that are positioned around the crystal and they're moving just slightly little jittery movements all over the place and there's energy being drawn up from them towards these needles. It looks like that's how the energy is siphoned from the crystal. You can see this, these little pulses and flashes that these arms with the needles move around and capture and trying to control what looks to be a really violent, barely contained energy but it all seems to be humming quite smoothly. And there's gears moving, 
massive turning gears set into the floor. You can see down below, the crystal is set into a graded structure, and there's a stairway that goes down deeper, and there's all sorts of massive cogs spinning down there with steam coming out of various components. You've never seen anything like this, and the noise is near deafening. But oh. it is also breathtakingly impressive. We'll grab some protective gear off the racks on the sign mm -hmm. and put them on. Okay. Just pretend like we belong here. How big is this area? Because we do belong here. Uh, it's probably uh, 35 diameters. It's a circular shed, mm -hmm. about 35 feet in diameter. Most of this area is taken up by the crystal and the armatures, but there's stairways that go down below. And just from your quick glance, it looks like it goes down at least a couple dozen feet underneath this crystal. Well, Karamaz and Ulsa. people buzzing around, monitoring things, and guards in here. This is, we yep. put on a protective gear. Yep. Because no one could get in unless they were let in by the guards. Yeah. And we'll let Karamaz and Ulsa lead us to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. Karamaz. Mm-hmm. Do you see the cables, the cable that's, that powers the security system? Yeah, it's over there! <laughs> There's a din of noise. You guys are shouting at each other okay. to be heard. Yeah. Do you have your, do you have a clipboard with a... We find some clipboards and grease pens. Okay. Just sitting around? Yeah. Oh, okay. Th yeah. This is a functional place. Yeah, that's how right. they do it. So like right the... Let's go to security cable. Thumbs up. <laughs> and we follow. All right. Um, as you approach the crystal, one of the techs gets in your way and stops you. Who are you? Fervent tech tech one. Who the hell are you? Barvin Tech Tech? Who are you supposed to be? What are you doing here? Why are you in fancy clothes? <laughs> we changed, we changed into the non-fancy clothes. Okay, so. We had done that. All right. Fair, fair. Mm -hmm. That was did fair. We, did we turn around to Bloth and handles this part of the facility too? He's the, yeah, the general manager of the whole estate. All right, um, I go on with my clipboard. It's me to Blothin. These fucking techs were late and are now here. Let them work. I read on mine. We are actually early. <laughs> oh I glare at you. <laughs> oh, no, I don't do that. <laughs> Tap the sign. You Writes put... back. What techs? All the techs are here. Who are these idiots? <laughs> An hour and a half later, after you finish reading this long tome. <laughs> I just write the specialist, underscore it twice, tap it again. Wipes it off. <laughs> what do you want us to do about it? 
Stay away. Should I say danger? Yes. Yeah, with six exclamation points. Danger. <laughs> Do four exclamation, six would be excessive. Yeah, <laughs> that would give you Make a, a performance check. Do I get advantage with this one? Presumably they would be less familiar with me. And you're wearing a um, bunch of protective gear. I, I would say that you you can have your advantage on this one, since a lot of the keys that people would pick up on are neutralized at the moment, so they aren't taken into account. Oh, no. Cat butt? No, two threes, so <laughs> uh, it's 11. Okay. Writes back. I don't want this place blowing up. I don't know who they are. If it if this place blows up, it's your fault. I write back, no shit. <laughs> I'm it's, the manager. It's all my fault. Oh, Let it's them work. <laughs> Grabs the clipboard. Throws it up in the air, comes clattering down, gives you the finger. I give it right back. And he shouts down, Hey, they're working! Get the hell out of here! It's not on our heads! And then all the other techs just drop their shit where they were working, and they start a procession out. And the guards are just like, A couple of the techs go and signal like, get out of here. They're going to kill themselves. <laughs> and the guards follow them right out. Just, what the fuck? I don't even know what's going on. Must be a union shop. I'm asking, all right, is this place going to blow up? <laughs> and I write, and I write, maybe. <laughs> a question mark. Coromanth just goes massive shrug. Let's like, quickly do this security thing then. All right. Um, the building has been vacated. It's empty. You can now work mm -hmm. without anyone seeing what you're doing. We need we Here's need to find we need to find a length of cable about five feet long. Very this the biggest piece of cable we can find. There uh, should they, be some laying around because, you know. Uh, th this yeah. is a proper functioning space. Yep. So, we so find yeah, a piece there's of cable, plenty of cable. Find a cable. We find some splicers. We find a slicer. We find very, very heavy duty gloves. Sure. You find, you're able mm -hmm. to find all the components and tools that you need mm -hmm. to make this switch. Mm -hmm. We took an hour and a half listening to the. Famous's backstory, and now we just find all this stuff. Well, it is supposed to just be here. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's well, almost like sure. when you guys ask for things that should be in the places where you are, they, mm -hmm. they happen to be there. Ah, that's very nice. <laughs> yeah. We find the things that we there need. There are tools <laughs> in the tool shed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I go to a river. Okay, is there water? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's good, because some rivers dry up now. Oh, no. Nowadays. <laughs> anyway, we go uh, we uh, go down. Cormont and I take everything we need. 
um, and go down to find <coughs> the uh, security cable. Why don't you give them sure. inspiration here, maybe? Can they? <laughs> I think you need to be able to hear it. Performative dance. <laughs> that's right, interpretive <laughs> dance. <laughs> Let me check on that real quick, because that's a good question. I... Ooh. I, I don't know off the top of my head if they need to be able to hear it. Yes, as a bonus, a creature other than you within 60 feet that can hear you okay. gains an inspiration. Uh, so... they I mean, they can... Hear you if you shout. Olsef! You have to be inspired so you don't blow us up! Okay! Inspiration! (laughs) I heard that! (laughs) I am so glad that I run compressors and hard limiters in this session. Do I need to make a hearing a check? No. No. He was basically in your ear shouting. (laughs) Just like in real life. That's how the magic happens. So I lift up his... Thank you! You don't need to shout back! (laughs) You have bardic inspiration, I guess. (laughs) I didn't feel very inspired, but your character does, according to the rules. And the rules are the only thing that... Those were stirring words. We searched for... The security power cable. Uh, make make an intelligence check with advantage because they have yep. blueprints. Yeah, you can have we advantage have on this. Intelligence, like no, it's just, just a check. Just intelligence. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, you don't like have engineering as a skill here. Sixteen. Yeah, you're able to follow the blueprints. It takes you about fifteen minutes to figure out what everything is. Because mm-hmm. as anyone who's used blueprints and uh, like circuit board diagrams and things like that, which this is a combination of, the diagrams aren't always necessarily perfect to sure. what is in front of you. I get the grease board and say, this is the one with an arrow, and I hold it right over the cable that we're going to be splicing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Coromanth gives you a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, make a check with your Fervin tools to begin your work. With advantage, because he's being assisted by Coromanth? Disadvantage, because um, he's being assisted with Coromanth. I I think you could have advantage, and it's a reasonable checks, request. Skill checks with assistance get advantage, right? So skill Sometimes. Usually. Depends on the situation. Oh, I think intimidation would be a good one. It's your, it's your fervent hack. Yeah, Survival, so, then. <laughs> that is agility, because they are fine tools. So your con- and your dexterity. Prof- you said agility. Agi- yes, dexterity, <laughs> not agility. Your dexterity, okay. Yes. I, I, you're not actually proficient in but the you're tools not prof- yet. Are but you? you're not proficient in them yet. You've still been practicing them. Mm-hmm. I've been, uh, yes, I've been gaining a whole so, lot of knowledge. So, so it's yes. just your dexterity, though. This, for the this is a very elaborate internship for Olsef. That will get us all killed. Nat 20. Baby. Well, the other one was a one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm either going to really do well. Or I'm really Plus two, 22. <laughs> 
If I hadn't given you advantage. It might have been nat 20. Yeah. It, might, it would have been the nat 20, yeah. I'm curious which one of those would have Should we test it? No. 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 <laughs> You're going to waste your next nat 20 on that. No. Nope. Which okay. is how it works. You don't know which of those two. It either could be one or the 20. It's Schrodinger's just, like, just like Schrodinger's has... cat. Whatever that is. Why aren't you like me who has a specific uh, advantage die? So you do know. Yeah. Yeah. Be like me. It was a gift. That's what I've got. <laughs> See, this on the advantage die got the 20. So I never gain that for the rest of the session. Uh-huh. Exactly. That's how it works. So what happens? Should I describe what we're attempting to do, or do we all know that already? I think we've, I think we've been over that part. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what you're trying to do? I know exactly um, what I'm trying to do. Coromanth, do you know what we're trying to do? Coromanth nods <laughs> instead of shouting. <laughs> I wrote that. Coromanth, do you know what we are trying to do? <laughs> and I like to imagine you all sort of just cross out Coromanth because you couldn't spell his name right a few times. You just type snap, snap. You... You manage to switch the power and divert it as you th- as you believe that diagram has shown. And am I recharging the fervent crystal in the process? That's what it's there for, is to capture the energy. The excess. Because you have thrown off how much power that crystal is attuned to emit, and you are now, well, you're not sure if it's recharging, or containing, channeling, you're not really sure what, but it's definitely current flowing through your fervent crystal. So you have this, um, you you have, you've diverted the energy. Mm -hmm. You have this diverted pathway set up. And once once we've diverted it, we need to cut the power to the uh, Security. security. And then reconnect yep. the... Well, it's already connected. It's bypassed. See, the way it works is there's this cable. So how do we get the crystal out? The fervent crystal, once we cut the cable, we don't need it any longer. Okay. It's just flowing through the cable. Okay. So we do those things. You do that. I back actually... away to make sure that uh, I don't get hurt. Um, if, roll... if, this, if this goes badly, you need to be somewhere in another continent. Okay, roll a d100. <laughs> Campering with a nuclear engine right now. Uh, 20. Everything seems to go all right. There's a brief flicker within the lights when you cut the main circuit and divert it fully to the bypass. And the bypass seems to be holding. And then now we can just retrieve the crystal and get out of here? Yeah, we need to put it back in the box quickly. Yeah? Is that correct? I don't understand all this stuff. You're asking the DM to tell you whether your plan is correct or not. That's what we do is we take the crystal and put it back Uh, in the containment box. Okay, you do that. We put it into this, yeah. Um, make a dexterity check and a constitution saving throw. Both at the same time? Yes. 
in which one first? Uh, they're happening simultaneously, so just tell me what the results of each are. Well, one is a nat one. Yeah. Which that? one were you rolling first? Uh, dexterity. Okay. And that is a ten on constitution. Okay. So I uh, Is there any burned. advantage for having protective gear? Uh, no, the protective gear changed the DC. Oh, okay. I should have rolled uh, what I rolled earlier. You should have. Um, you yeah. have minor burns on both your hands now. Ouch. Damn. Because it took you too long to put the fingers. crystal into the containing unit. Mm -hmm. So your hands have uh, first degree burns on, on them. And those were thick gloves. The gloves have burned off, and now I've got Where, Was there damage involved, or is it like a uh, an ailment? Ailment. It's basically. an ailment. It, like there was, yeah, technically damage done. You were you were burned in a smelting like, incident at your mine. You know, I find it. We'll very say difficult. to reflect that, take one hit point in damage. I will do that. And your hands are burned, and now painful to handle most things. Mm-hmm. The burns are just sort of splotched throughout uh, your hands. There's not one area in particular that's worse than the other. Uh, the gloves were ruined. Mm. So those are, like, falling apart at this point. But the crystal is contained in the box. I cast no. Cure Wounds on your hands. Okay. Ooh, thank you. Does that heal them over? No. <laughs> really? It restores the hit point. Like, yeah, it's kind of a... It doesn't fully... There's heat burns. Okay. It's not the only type of burn that happened there. Uh, now, yikes. Now that we set the bypass up, does it look like anything happened there, or do we do such a good job that it just... With that nat 20. That... No, I mean, this was, this was well well done, well mended, mm -hmm. yeah. that part. How is Cormonth? Cormonth is all right. <laughs> He's when, not the one to handle the you crystal. Were the one handling you were the one things. handling the crystal. When the crystal went in the <laughs> he box. He wasn't like, let's both handle. <laughs> when the crystal went in the box, was it still glowing? Oh, very much so. Okay. I'll put it back in the I bag. I want you, so this is the special Fervin crystal, the black one. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, let's just introduce a bunch of power to that. That won't come back. And it's too late now. We got it. <laughs> it's done. I want you all, and if you haven't seen this and you want to know what it looks like, I'm going to give you a very clear idea. So, ear watchers, um, if you're out there and you're like, I haven't seen this show, just go look up an image of uh, the Darksaber from Mandalorian. So it's like or... black with a white glow around it? Yeah. It the more energy that flowed into that crystal, the more it looked like almost a hole. It's like pit, like Vanta Black, sort of. Yeah. Like, it looks like a hole in space. Yeah. Nice. I'll put so, that in my bag. And there's there's clearly like this sort of white glow that's coming off from where you're pretty sure the crystal's boundaries are. are but there's just a... It looks like a hole in space. So... It, it's a little trippy to look at. Great, we create antimatter. Yeah. And we're just hauling it with us. All and right. now we're going to do a heist. I bet it'll be very useful. Let's walk out. I I write on the grease board, we have completed fervent farce. Leave that off, I don't 
don't need evidence that we're here. Month writes back. Are your hands okay? I write no. <laughs> with a frowny face. <laughs> a very, a very, with a frowny face with a tear. <laughs> Cole, colon, open parentheses. <laughs> All right, let's head out. And then I erase it. Head out, tell everyone to get back in and get to their jobs they don't have all day. All right, um, so we're all here. We put our stuff back so we're not yeah. wearing the special equipment. Yeah. And um, I walk out the door with them behind me. And I keep my hands in my pockets. When you head out the door, there's just the two guards there. No one else who left is standing outside. Where'd they go? Um, they said that they're gonna go take their, uh, lunch and they'll be back after you're done killing yourselves. Well, well we're back. Okay. The last one that goes into that building, you fucking fire them. Mm-hmm. Now make sure no one else goes into that except the people are supposed to. Mm-hmm. Make a performance check. Just standard. Yep, standard. You're still at disadvantage on this. Because uh, you're out of the incredibly noisy area and you're back into uh, people who know to Tobloffin quite well. 23. Okay. They nod and go, all right, sure. Yep, we'll do that, Mr. Tobloffin, sir. And we just walk away. Straighten my jacket. And okay. Where are we walking to? We're walking <laughs> towards the building. We're going. We have to do hunter's marks. So we need to. Uh, we need to know. Fancy. We need to know. All right. Our next goal is to get back in our fancy clothes. You're already in your fancy clothes, and then we will infiltrate the party and locate. Not Galand Galandra. Not Glinvy. Locate Galandra. Galandra and the voice. Whose uh, given name was Glinvy, but prefers to go by Galandra. Yeah. All right, let's find a bathroom. Yeah. We, we will follow the people going into the... Um, uh, wait, we know where the... We saw the entrance of the kitchen, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you did? This is restroom, right? Sure. I can't see. Yeah, we'll go in the kitchen. Yeah, let's go in the kitchen we entrance. We need to go in, so we'll go to the kitchen entrance. And okay. um, since we have a map, I'm going straight to the bathroom once. Uh, yep. Yeah, it makes sense to do that. Yeah, yeah we all go straight we to the bathroom. We probably all need to we, go now. We don't all need to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, just nine needs to go. The rest of I us I guess can. you can all go. It depends. Is it, is it what kind of bathroom is it? I mean, it's like... A, it's, it's in the kitchen. Yeah, it's for multiple people. Okay. It, it's not a single stall bathroom. There's multiple mm -hmm. stalls and sinks and things. If so. they're almost destroying the entire city, I would think that we would need to go. Well, you know, maybe. Depends <laughs> on what your reaction I, is. I get, you all Seth, if you need to pee, go for it. We go in the bathroom to change. That's <laughs> okay. our goal. Sure. Well, I'm keeping my fancy clothes. Oh. I just need to get the Tablafin makeup off. Yeah. Because I feel like we're going to run into Tablafin. <laughs> All right. Um, you head into the bathroom. There's uh, like six stalls in there. 
and sinks. I go in one and start changing into my fancy outfit. Okay. Also? The whole one does the same. Does Coromanth? Uh, Coromanth... Is Coromanth always fancy? Coromanth steps in and basically just, like, James Bond style <laughs> unzips the uniform and underneath is like a perfectly pressed tuxedo. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> that checks out. Is there... All right. And of course, it's white. Mm-hmm. The white tuxedo? Mm-hmm. All right. Should does anyone... Should have gotten him a pink one. Does anyone want any of their non-weapon, non-obvious magic items back before we head out into this? Well, I want my cape. All right. Here's your cape. Uh, and I actually don't need to... Attune. Attune to that one. Anyone? You don't want your weird bag, Cormoth? I look inside. Uh, yes. What's you in see it? a few rocks. Here's your whiskey stones. They're not whiskey stones. What are they? They're echo stones. What yeah. do they do? Um, they can be used to create noises. Here's your potion, Solwyn. Thank you. Um, can I have my... Well, they still be... Uh, my three of those daggers, thanks. Yeah, any weapons that you can hide are fine. But they start obvious. like hiding. Give me a few more of those daggers. I <laughs> you can keep my my gummy socks. Okay. I do not think I will need them. All right. Especially so. because you cannot turn them off. You have to take. You turn them off by taking them off. <laughs> All right, I set sevens down mm-hmm. on their rhinestone leash. And yeah. um, all right, let's go do this party. We are now doing Hunter's Mark. We're doing the Hunter's Mark. So, so we are going into the dining hall. We'll go. In, we'll go out the kitchen into the dining hall and head our way to the lounge. We're looking for Glenvy. If we don't see her in the dining hall or the lounge, we'll head over to the salon. Okay. I'm going to grab a oh. champagne glass flute that's... We walk out in the kitchen all fancy. And... Are there any... Can I see any white gloves in the kitchen? Like no. Like the kind of waiter would... Carry I feel them. like wouldn't your outfit come with gloves? It shouldn't come it with gloves. It was very fancy. There, there's no white gloves in the kitchen. There are gloves, none of them white, and certainly none of them pristine. <sighs> this place is a pigsty. It's it's a kitchen. It's a sty. Are there any pigs in here? Li- living? Well, <laughs> parts of pigs. Ooh, delicious. Anyway, I walk out with my champagne. I will so. walk out and say, my pet needs food. <laughs> Just step out into the hallway. <laughs> Declare <laughs> into the kitchen. Ki- no, we're in the kitchen, aren't we? Uh, yeah, you, huh? well, okay, so you just came from the bathroom mm-hmm. in the kitchen. In the kitchen, and then declared my pet needs food. Yeah, I'm an obnoxious guest. Um, they just kind of go, okay, we'll get you some food. Just uh, head back out into the dining area. Don't touch me. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Just go. We don't need to, like, get food all over you. I love how every service worker we talk to it says, fine, whatever. <laughs> That's the energy. All right, we Having go. Having done a, a lot of time doing service work, 
Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Go away. We walk out into the dining hall. Okay. The dining hall is the room immediately south of the kitchen. Yes. And this is very big. They have all sorts of round tables set up all over the place. Some of them are sitting, some of them are standing mm -hmm. tables. There's people gathered all over. There's all sorts of fancy garments and dresses and gowns and tuxedos and suits and a veritable menagerie of inappropriate pets. See? Name the top three. The top seven. The top three what? Inappropriate pets. pets. Inappropriate pets. Well, in what regard? Uh, inappropriateness. In, yes. Not, Ridic not the ridiculousness. Most the least appropriate to be a pet. The least appropriate to be a pet. Uh, all right. There is a manticore. Like a full size manticore? Yes. That's pretty inappropriate. That's pretty inappropriate. <laughs> You know, I'm starting to think that if we just throw a Crosterian flash grenade in this room, <laughs> it would take care of itself. <laughs> we still I mean, have one, right? I mean, oh, yeah. you, okay. you wouldn't probably be able to do much after that, but the building would... I mean, I, I can go 500 feet in any direction with a willing participant after I throw it. And the other three people in your party, well, you they're know. tough luck. <laughs> Whoever's That's the a most definite good. nines approach, yeah. Yeah, it, so. nines and tens are going to be just fine. Because <laughs> let's be honest, that two nines is going to pay. Who, what's the second most inappropriate pet here? Uh, <laughs> a what? baby boulette that's just being carried around in a rhinestone leash. Uh, yeah, actually, it's probably the second most inappropriate. Duh. And then the last. Good job, Zori. You're number two. <laughs> we gotta kill that man. The last is a massive python being pulled around on like kind of a a train of little carts. I go over to the manticore owner. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I love your manticore. Whatever. <laughs> fight, fight, fight. Fine. I'm not live logging you. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk away. On and that's how our covers blow. On the vinegram. On the I'm vinegram. Not gonna, I'm not going to live blog you on the vinegram. Live log. Live log. <laughs> I write them yeah. down in my log. log. <laughs> live, I'm going to live log you on the vinegram. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> All right. So you're in the party now. Yeah. And we're going to look, look, try and mill around, but move through the party looking for Galandra. Galandra. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Am I able to hold a cocktail glass or a wine glass? Sure. With the burns? Even with my burns? I mean, someone with burns on their hands can still do those things. It's more about how uncomfortable do you want to be doing them. Because it's going to hurt. Is one hand worse than the other? Not particularly. Hmm. But the nice thing about stemware is that you can kind of do this mm -hmm. and hold, hold it, it like without that. doing much. 
or just pinch slightly. I get And you'll look pretentious doing either one. Yes, I'm going to pretentiously carry a piece of stemware like this. Okay. You who are pretentious, It hurts I a little like bit, you. but not so much that you can't kind of overcome it mentally. Yeah, I'm very tough. You can dull your senses by drinking. I'll just start asking. I'll drink that one and get another. <laughs> I'm just going to go around to someone and be like, like Oh my gosh, do you know where Galandra is? I need to give her my congratulations. No, we haven't seen her yet, but it's her party, so we probably won't show up until like the last minute to be all dramatic. Yeah, I Whatever. get it. She does this every time. But, you know, Brucalian's not here to steal the thunder for himself, so. Maybe she'll show up earlier. Did you hear the rumors about Brookillion, by the way? Oh, I've heard some rumors. Dish. So, my favorite rumor is that Brookillion ran off to join the circus (laughs) as an acrobat. That makes so much sense. I know. Wow. The last that I heard is that they're currently touring over in the Navinian Empire. Uh-huh. And he is, like, the backup, backup act. You know, so many people can't handle the responsibility, and they just run off and join the circus. I know. It's true. My brother did. Well, it's a nice life if you, you know... <laughs> Just, I guess, want to spin in circles or yeah. something. This is really offensive for someone who actually has a sibling that went to the circus. <laughs> <laughs> My sister's cousin did exactly what I described. Yeah. Had a, I'm not kidding, a degree from an Ivy League school, a, a mid six figure job at a financial advisement firm and then decided to leave it because he wanted to be an acrobat in the circus. I am not making that up. Hashtag life goals. And to be 100% clear, I respect the shit out of him for it. I mean, the last time I saw him, because this is from a divorce, was probably, oh shit, like 20 years ago. And he was a shit. He was an absolute shit kid. Like the snottiest, brattiest little shit I'd ever met. But I respect that he's like, fuck money, I want to choose happiness. Like, good on him. But this is one of the embarrassing rumors going around about Brookellian right now. Um, are there portraits on the walls? Oh, many. Are there any with Galandra? Um, possibly. There's not like a neon sign that's yeah, I the long, like I, I'm just looking. There, there are many pictures of um, all sorts of dwarven people. Right up there. Do they have any like plaques or anything under them? Yeah, they do. Saying who they are. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as we're looking around, I'm going to also keep my eye out for any portraits that say Galandra or Glenvy. Okay. Uh, you can start with a perception check now. And when you enter a new room, if you haven't found it yet, I will have you do more. Um, 15. Alright. 
you wonder how conspicuous do you want to? I mean, uh, I, I feel like it's not that weird for people to look at the portraits at a person. No, I was wondering if you're trying to be uh, can somewhat conspicuous or somewhat inconspicuous about well, it. Well, this like, is a party, and I'm Charlena Charlena, so I'm being very conspicuous about everything I do. Okay. So how many followers does Charlena Charlena have? All of them. I want a number. I don't do numbers. You talk to my bestie about that. Hey, you got your answer. So there you go. You, she doesn't do numbers. Um, you you don't see a portrait of well, what would be labeled Glinvy mm -hmm. in this room. Okay. Well, should we head down to the lounge and bar? Yes. yes. To I the will, bar. I will follow. I will follow. A, I'll, I'll, I'll follow along at a respectful distance. Okay. I'm just shoving my way through the crowds. Holding. Yes. I will pretentiously continue holding a stemware glass as I follow along at a respectful distance. Okay. Being and you're very careful, as I have been informed during the fervent farce and stalking leopard. Portions to not say anything. <laughs> 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 All right. I will roll. A six? Nine. A nine. Best number. Mm -hmm. Seven is the best number. So I'm looking around. Whatever. I'm walking around being pretentiously holding a single stemware glass, not saying anything. <laughs> okay. Give me a second to make sure I get this right. How realistic are all these portraits looking? Do they I mean, move? They're, they're a painted portrait. So, obviously, there's you know some artistic license going on and probably some influence from the individual being painted. But, you know, they're pretty realistic portraits. All right. Good. Well, if Glenn's not coming down, we need a backup. So you're heading into the room yeah. just south, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I do love that the original Photoshop was just telling an artist to make you look prettier. Uh-huh. Just like, can you make my chin look a little yeah, bit? No, no zits, no blemishes. Straighten those yeah. teeth out. Yeah, that looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> so you head into the lounge, which uh -huh. is what I've decided to call mm -hmm. that room. Uh, lounge and, and bay. And there... <laughs> What'd you say? Lounge and bay. And five bar. Can I get a fresh drink? Yes. I mean, there's just alcohol all I, over the place here. I very pretentiously set down <laughs> my piece of stemware and take another one. Okay. Let me know if you decide to drink it. Well, I just drank the other one. It's been two. I know. Let me know if you decide to drink this one. Oh, no. And I won't. <laughs> don't don't metagame on us now. Yeah, don't metagame your drinking. <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, scare, us. scare you, but it is alcoholic. Mm -hmm. You can get drunk. Mm -hmm. So if you do drink... But I weigh like 800 pounds, so... <laughs> and... I, you don't know what they're drinking. <laughs> And? I'm just pretentiously carrying it around. 
okay. Does it? Does That's it? why I said let I will, me know if I you drink it. I will definitely tell you if I decide to drink this. Do you I, notice anyone that's pretty drunk at this point? I mean, there's plenty of drunk people. Like, I just want to be clear. If you keep drinking alcohol, you will become drunk. And around three drinks is when you're going to start to feel some effects. You would know this. You, Your character's drunk alcohol before. <laughs> I, I look around at the portraits in here. Um, well, you don't see all that many portraits in here. There's only a few. And you're pretty sure none of them are. Because they're all males in this room. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is one there's like a crowd of people surrounding uh, you know fairly young female dwarf I'll surreptitiously walk, well conspicuously walk up sorry I'm not stealthing anymore okay they are all in rapt attention to a story that this, uh, you know, the dwarven equivalent of in their late 20s should be probably around 50. Hmm, I guess 90 or so, yeah. maybe. Uh, dwarves live fairly long yeah. in my world. They're closer to like elven lifespans than human, human lifespans. Yeah. So a few hundred years is pretty typical. While I'm in here, I'm looking around a little bit. Do I see any, um, oh, frightening-looking Kosterians? Like someone yeah. who might Wearing be Wearing Tashira Noon armor? Yeah. Standing next to this young-looking dwarf, there is uh, a small, well, squadron of armed troops. And I don't mean like dress armed, I mean military combat ready armed. Like a small squadron is like 10? Eight is what you're counting. I count eight armed, are they Tishirinu? Are they just anything? They are half of them wearing what you come to known as Tashira Noon symbols and colors. The other half are wearing, although you've only seen it a couple of times, you kind of remember these are Kosterian colors. The ones wearing the Kosterian colors are not wearing helmets. They're slightly more casual. But they are still wearing full combat armor, weapons, um, at their sides, they're ready for fighting. Mm. And in this mix, uh, there's an elven gentleman who's wearing some very nice looking dress robes. Uh, they, they're very flowy, elegant, uh, a fairly long train behind them and he has just perfection jet black hair flowing out from his head down to about his waist it's very long and 
he's making some idle conversation with a few guests around him, but mostly they're paying attention to this uh, younger female dwarf that's in their company. Would and there's guess also that's the diplomat. That's a reasonable guess, you think? The other character stands towering over everyone in the group. They are, you think, a little over seven feet tall. And an elf. They are built like some sort of heavy piece of construction equipment, just thick as a tree. They have not an, a, any appearance of softness, an ounce of fat that you can spot on them. Their uh, cheekbones just look like chiseled from marble. Everything about them looks stern, harsh, and hard. Their eyes have a sort of yellow glow coming from them. Their armor has the symbol of a hammer and an anvil. Right at the center. They do not have any other markings that would signify them as part of the Tashira Noon, but you're fairly certain that they're part of that group. They are not wearing a helmet, but are holding one underneath their arm, sort of like tucked under. And it has a long horsehair decorative element to it. Full plate with uh, their engravings and the best way I can describe them would be if a if a brutalist did engraving on a war helmet. They are very linear cubic very stark lines. The material the helmet is made of and parts of their armor, they seem to somehow throw off your perception of where it is. They're a little like hard to judge. Some trick of the light on this material makes it seem as though they're almost like shifting back and forth just slightly. They stand there, stoic, next to this young dwarf, with a gentle smirk, looking down at her, nodding every once in a while, but nothing else. Um, gang? Yeah. Pretty sure. That's, uh, that, that's the forge. So that would mean that's Glenvy. Seems like a good bet. Seems like a 
seems like a pretty good bet. Do you want me to con should we confirm that it's gonna be before we set off this plan? Depends, how are you gonna confirm that? I was gonna go say happy birthday, drunkenly. Oh wow, that's fine, you do that. Okay. I'll walk up as Carlina Carlina. Okay. Oh my gosh, happy birthday. Just cutting into whatever conversation. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh, can you introduce me to this handsome fellow over here? No. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear your brother join the circus, and I'll just walk off. <laughs> <laughs> she actually laughs at this, and so do most of the guests. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. If I were to do something like that, we'd just be sliced to pieces just immediately. But no, just a titter, <laughs> and you walk away. <laughs> it's charming when she does it. Yeah. No, no. How do you know that you wouldn't uh, have that same result? I am just we going to stand score. holding my... <laughs> we're in a very different situation than a highly secure power station. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> All right, time to execute the plan, then. This is your plan. If you wanted Ulseth to be the, yeah, no. yeah, very fancy gentleman with an inappropriate pet, would work just as well, I'm have, sure. Have we completed Hunter's Mark? Yes. Now it's time for the ambassador's life. Hmm. Which one was that one again? I pretend to be Glenvy and fart everywhere. This is a okay. great plan. So, okay, so I'm looking at this map. They're in the lounge bar, right? Sort of outside Correct. the theater. Correct. Okay. Do we need to get Glenvy away? Go make her go upstairs at some point? No. Uh, I might I have a bad plan. Oh, okay. For this. Mm -hmm. I she had a very different dress than I did, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have a chance to describe her dress and to or her in general or her in general um, her her dress is a very lovely shade of salmon okay. and does it, it smell like salmon no and it has uh, lots of very poofy elements to it there's a lot of chiffon on this dress. And it, it's it's one of those dresses where you look back 20 years later at your prom photo and go, what the fuck did I just wear? <laughs> you know, it's one uh -huh. of those kinds of dresses. Uh, so it makes a statement, but not the one that you wanted to make. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but the good news is a lot of people at the party are making the same statement. So, Glinvy is on the taller side for a dwarf at a little under five feet. And she has a tightly, at least for the moment, a, a tight um, blonde bun is what her hair currently looks like. She also seems to have sort of a halting laugh. You were able to pick that up. She does a, oh, oh, 
<laughs> it's a good laugh. I like it. And she definitely has a, I am better than you, it doesn't matter what you say, attitude about her. Luckily, no one's familiar with that. All right, everyone. I'm going to do the hunter's, the ambassador's wife now. After I do it, we will meet at the library. The library looked like it was open. We haven't gone over there. We haven't gone over there. Uh, yeah, you have not gone. Let's to make our way the into library. the hallway. Okay. While we chat, I pretentiously walk into the hallway. We walk into the hallway. Does the library look open? The library does look open. I, you look down the hall, and the hall is just lined with people. Uh, yeah. Are there any servers. nerds in the library? Hmm? Any nerds in the library? Uh, I mean, maybe. You're not we haven't yet. gone in yet. The hall is lined with servers holding drink trays. Some of them holding trays, taking empty drink glasses. Some of them holding uh, drink trays with full glasses on them. Are there guests in the hall? Oh, yeah, people are milling all over. There's little standing tables set up along the edges of the hallway. I will. Oh, and every room has kind of streamers up above. All right. Very festive. Meet me in the hallway, in the library, when we're, when I'm done with this, if I live. Thumbs up! All right. I, what do I do? Um, look semi-conspicuous. Straight my jacket again. <clears throat> I'm going to go into Take the Take a drink from my beverage, throw it on the ground. I'm going to go in- <laughs> All right, another one. I'm going to go into the entryway. You needed to sure. use your voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't know me yet. It's <laughs> fine. It's just, it's just a help. We don't need to convince oh, them. <laughs> I go into the entryway. Okay. There are some stairs there. It looks like there are two sets of stairs on either side, and a, and a doorway that goes through them. Does it look like there's a spot under those stairs I could sort of get out of eyesight? Um, uh, I mean, not really. The stairs are just kind of straight stairs, and. There's, like, not a hidden spot there. But Glenvie's right outside of That's the restroom. <laughs> I don't want to go in there. Okay. I am going to go to the... Can't you just go into the library? I guess. Well, I'm trying to find a spot I can change without drawing attention. Shapeshift. You know. So... Okay, I'll go to the restroom in the kitchen again. Okay. Is someone watching your animal? Yeah, you hold on to sevens. I roll my eyes very, very slowly. All right, I go into the restroom in the kitchen. Okay, you're back there. All right. I pull off all my clothes except for the boots. Okay. Shove them all in the bag. Got it. So I have nothing on except boots in a bag. Turn into Glenvie. Done. Make sure my boots are ready to fart. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I am going to run at full speed out the restroom naked, farting with every single step through the kitchen, down the hallway, into the entryway, out the building, 
jump into some the first bushes I see and turn into a spider. That's my plan. Every step we, will be a fart as long we, as I can make it. We had like three <laughs> sessions to plan this out. And I've been planning this the whole time. <laughs> do, you, do you shout anything while you do that? Do you I, like I, just say, I just yell, it's my birthday, I can do what I want. It's <laughs> like, my party and I'll cry. Are, are, you, are you gonna do the laugh? It's my yeah. party and I'll, I'll just, fart if I want. I'll just be fart if I want. I'll just be allowed, doing her laugh the whole way. Okay. You have to roleplay that real quick. Um <laughs> Sure, I, I didn't know how you were gonna pull this one off. Because you hadn't been planning it. Is this really what you'd had in mind? Just For strip. three sessions now. <laughs> just strip it's, naked. I've been holding it in my head. Hold a bag. I, I'd have a bag over my shoulder. Yeah. My big, gothy <laughs> fart boots on. I look like Glenby. And, just, and I'm just going to charge through the house naked, farting every step. I... I'm getting Charna what she wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you definitely are. I'm. I mean, everyone will believe it because there's no illusion magic allowed. There's no illusion magic allowed here, and I, I'm not doing any illusion magic. The boots yeah, are conjuration. It, yeah, as it, as we have discussed, they conjure farts. They real farts. Yeah, I established that about my shape shifting powers are not illusionary, but I will add a few embarrassing tattoos. Please tell me you put nines as the best, like, tattooed on her butt. <laughs> That's canon okay, now. you want to add no, embarrassing not tattoos? No, I have to be authentic here. Okay. I'm a method actor. Because for some reason, if a changeling knows, just sees you... I know everything. You know everything. I've already seen everything. You've already seen everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the rules are. Uh, the the rules is written on that. Yes. It says if I see someone, I can mimic them perfectly. That that is how they're written. So, yeah. So I've already seen everything, and I turn it. I, remember that I've seen everything, all of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good to know. You, <laughs> good to know. You. How do you think I monitor your the length of your nails all the time? Okay, so you <laughs> you go running through the kitchen. Out into the hallway. I go full speed, not not stopping for anything. Okay, are you running through the banquet hall? I'm running through the like... hallway, straight out the entryway. Okay. All right, so you're not hitting the banquet hall. You're not going to the salon. There's enough thing. people. Okay, sure. And I'm going to be drawing attention. Just making sure I know your plan. Um, and I'm standing in the hallway right now with your animal, aren't I? Make a yeah. make a performance check at advantage. Should have gave you inspiration. Shut up, but nothing I'll give myself more, guidance. Nothing is more inspiring you, than what you you're doing right now. You can guidance. You can slap your own butt on this one as you go running down the hall. Um, performance, you said? Performance, yes. 23. Okay. Fairly convincing. Uh, somehow, apparently people are... They, this is in character, I guess, for... Can we, can we get that laugh? I have to hear it once more. I'm not a changeling as a player. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. So I'll, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But I'm going to try and space them. 
so the farts and the laughs interchange each other. Well, you two work together. Let's see. <laughs> We're a mature show for mature people. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. I don't do this, we get whacked by like the heiress to two dragon families. Because you guys took a job from a <laughs> random person you met in the Thieves Guild, and you're like, well, they're in the Thieves Guild. This must be good. They're a thief. They're trustworthy. <laughs> they yeah. have a code. They have a code on the wall. And apparently it's not guarded because we can add to it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh,. You know, turns out she's the member. She's a member of one of those powerful dragon families. Ah. The most powerful dragon family. Uh, you run down the hall, through the entryway, into the, you know, front courtyard, farting and every step, laughing and nakeding, all over the place. Dive head um, first into the first bush I see. I'm assuming that your farts uh, that you conjure, uh, they're nasty. Yeah, as nasty yeah. as I can make them. Okay. Yeah, what are the rules for like, that? I, I assume she eats nothing but pate, so. <laughs> so you can adjust the, the sound and the smell of the yeah. farts with it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I go for it. Wow. I mean, there's like an upwards level of like how nasty you can make it. Like, it has to come short of being classified as a chemical weapon, but yeah, you know. I go for like, I've been eating a lot of pate farts. Okay, good. You you do that, you run out, and you dive into a bush, and right? And immediately turn into a spider. Okay. Uh, on that, why don't you make, make a dexterity check to see, you know, how that dive goes. Five. All right, you take two points of damage from throwing yourself headlong into a bush. Before I turn bush? into a spider? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Before you turn into a spider, Good. you go foosh into a bush, and it hurts because you're naked, mm -hmm. and you dove headlong into a bush, and you are now a spider. And I'm gonna crawl back through the along the ceiling to the bathroom again. And, <laughs> and I go into the library. I'll go to the closed bathroom though, because I'm a spider, so I'm only so fast. Okay, so you're gonna go to the bathrooms by Glenvy. By Glenvy. Maybe not one. Ooh, no, yeah, you let's... said that weird. I'm going to the far bathroom. No, no, go go to that one. Yeah, I'm going to the one by Glenvy. Okay. To change back. Sure. And get dressed. Uh, all right. Do I see anything happening on as I go back in? Uh, I mean, you see the party going on. No one in the hall or anything? Oh, you have well, to let the rumors so faster. Do you, do you want to go through the end? I kind of figured that you were like crawling up and through a window. Oh, I can do Yeah, I'll do that. Because you're a spider. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, that's smart. That, I would definitely sorry, have thought I, of that. I yeah. sort of jumped to that conclusion. I did too. That's why I went. That's why I did it. But then, <laughs> then I realized you were asking about areas. No, I okay. no, I'm asking about the bathroom. Okay. Because like, because <laughs> I definitely that's the, smart. That's not a problem if that's what you want to do. I want to do what you said. Okay. <laughs> I walk pretentiously into the library. <laughs> I look. I make myself look like Carlina. Carlina. Okay. And put, put on clothes my clothes back on, back on get everything sure. situated sure. again. All right. And then I'll emerge from the bathroom. 
you emerge from the bathroom, and uh, the scene in the lounge hasn't really changed any. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're all still enthralled with uh, Galandra's conversation. Whether they're actually enthralled or not is up for debate. Am I near that area? You guys are in the library, if I remember no. correctly. Well, I think I was still in the hall waiting because yeah. I saw the... Uh, I went into the library, but you, you haven't. Yes, I'm just saying awkwardly with a champagne flute and a... Boulette. A, a boulette, that, a pet that shouldn't be a pet. That Very someone accurate. handed me. And when you... When Soria gets back out into the hallway... There are people just chattering away about what in the hell was that? <laughs> she lost her mind. She just ran naked down the hall farting. <laughs> like what? What? What was that? Is uh what? <laughs> no one, no one is sure what to make of this. But everyone is talking about Galandra running, buck-ass naked down the hall. Farting and guffawing the entire way. You may you definitely caused a scene. Did I fulfill my obligation to Chandra Char Wait. You you want me to go Charna. The, you want me to go on the record about did Charna think that that was enough? Yeah. You don't know. Okay, I go to the library. It might be enough. Might not. You don't know. We have a key at this one. Yeah. So you go for in, now. You go into the library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are in the library. There are a lot of books here and bookcases uh, creating little hallways. I mean, you know, it's a it's a full library. How is it organized? Color. It seems to be. Color. It's organized only by color. The, the color of the binding. Yeah, yeah. the color of the binding. Mm-hmm. Of course. I hate that so much. Someone did that as a yeah, project. Yeah, I, I just read some, it was a post on, I think like, the worst roommates ever. <laughs> and I think it was like a BuzzFeed clickbait article where someone came back to their apartment where they have a roommate. Oh, no. And their roommate organized, organized all their books by color and this person has like 500 books and they're an avid reader and they're just like, fuck. And they organize it by color. Amazing. Yeah. So but as an artistic direction, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. As a, a functional. As a functional direction, it's really useless. Mm-hmm. So, Unless so basically this is an illiterate family that- uh, It is not know. organized by color. <laughs> how, how is it organized? By subject, by author? Is subject and then last name of author. Is there a fervent text section? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. book's on I pretentiously go over to the We'll walk section. over to okay. it. Sure. Are there any fancy looking books? Not really. Are there any that are in languages I mean, I can in read? in the fervent text section. Uh, yeah. Uh, any in the languages I can read? Uh, yeah. Most of them are published in Glendrangan. Uh, Glendrangan. Mm-hmm. Since that's where fervent was from. Okay. So. Are there? Can I read the titles? Yeah, you, you've so, actually seen most of these books before, are, and, and you know some. Some you've seen in better condition. Most you've seen in worse condition. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm looking for. I'm looking f- through those books real quickly. 
um, to see if there are any that look like advanced Ferventech uh, texts or manuals uh, that I don't have. Yeah, there's nothing like that. You have the materials that are here, you've seen, read, or, all, or have already. Uh, I'm disappointed yeah. then. I'm mm. pretentiously disappointed in the contents of this library. Are there any books on fey magic? Uh, no. There are no books on fey magic here. There, there are actually very few books on magic. Yeah. Is there a tabaxi smut Are there any books on tape? Tabaxi smut section. No, but there is a romance section. Ooh, how much smut's in it? A lot. Oh, cool. I find the smuttiest book. Okay. You find That's the, the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the smuttiest book. It's like it's in the title. It has to be true. Sure. Yeah. You find the it. smuttiest book. That's its title. Oh. It is written by the smuttiest author. A.A. Um, <laughs> a. Rumpus. Starring the voice. <laughs> the unauthorized biography. It ha- the copy. <laughs> the copyright on it is from about fifty years ago. So. So it might be out of date now. Are you taking it? Of course I'm taking it. (sighs) But you you find the smuttiest book. A.A. Rumpus is the author. A.A. Rumpus. All right. So. Stolen. Now we begin the Dragon's Horde, everyone. And I see you're already starting the Dragon's Horde. By stealing that book. But my understanding is Yes, that's it. Is that we cannot steal? St- we can't steal stuff until uh, the voice performs. No, we can steal stuff. We just can't go into the voice's room. Oh. So we're just going to wander around stealing things. Yeah, let's go up to Genthian's office and check it out. What time is it, by the way? It's uh, probably a little after seven. You huh? can actually, at this point here. The, Some music going uh, the on. The Iron Kids are playing. Yeah. What's it sound what? like? Crap. <laughs> Crap rock. Um, are we looking a... like New Kids on the Block, Hanson? What are we talking here? Uh, this this is more. This is more like NSYNC. Okay. Sort of era of boy yeah. bands. Gotcha. There's a, there's a lot of harmonizing. So have most yeah. people gone to the theater then at this point? If no, they starting. suck. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh. They're the opening act. Fair. Fair. So you want to go to Ginthian's office? Let's head towards Ginthian's office and check it out. Because I don't think there's going to be too much in like the dining room to steal. No, not unless you want to steal Cutlery. <laughs> This isn't a Chili's. You can't just steal the ashtray. We haven't seen Genthian, have we? No. Have I seen him on any of the portraits? Nope. You haven't seen... Like, conspicuously haven't seen him, or just haven't seen him? You just haven't seen him. Okay. You've gotten the sense from looking at these portraits. They're all older, ancestral. Yeah, these are... Well... Like, generational leaders of the family. So... You know the history of the Ulfstein Grotfels, and this goes back like millennia. They're an old family. They have a lot of portraits. Okay. 
So it's not surprising that you haven't seen just a particular one. What's Gintian's office look like from the outside? Is there a closed door? Guards? The door is closed. There are no guards, though. Um, at least, I mean, there's like a couple guards in this whole hallway. Right. But, no, there's um, nothing particularly special about this. Just the door is closed. It's a solid wood door. There's no windows into the office. Lots of so I, I stand in front of the door to, like, block the view to the door from the guards. Yeah, okay. Going pretentious. And I'll try the lock. Try just turn the handle. Okay. The door is locked. You get this, Carly. Charlena, Charlena. Cormouth, unlock the door. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, wait, you know. Wait. I'm better than him. Oh, you are? Well, that works. Then you do it. Bestie. <laughs> is Hillman just like looking at everyone's character sheet? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're an investigative journalist. They investigated yeah. us. Y you do. I mean, you guys know Hillman and Cormont know each other. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah. Hillman manages to pop the lock. Well, really nonchalantly mosey in. And I continue to block the view. Okay, so you're going to stay outside? I'm going to stand outside. Oh, that's very nice. Leaning up against okay. the wall. I guess I'll stay with Olsev, oh. so he doesn't awkwardly look like so he's just... So you're, like, chatting with each other, like, kind of in front I of could, the door? I don't mind awkwardly standing pretentiously in front of a door. I mind <laughs> that you're standing alone awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> awkwardly. <laughs> What do we see? We can stand I mean, awkwardly together as I hold this animal. Oh, yes. <laughs> On the inside of Gintian's office, uh, there are quite a few bookshelves and display cases, as well as uh, mounted trophies and like boar heads and uh, stag heads, like mounted on the wall. You know, very sort of classic aristocratic office here. What are in the display cases? Looks to be um, like old family relics. There's you know, little brooches and then a couple of like scepters. Um, a pair of shoes that are in there. Anything like magic? Nothing particularly magical about them, just from appearance. The office has a desk in the far end of it, the very plush-looking chair, um, and there's a couple of free tables. Looks like maybe for uh, you know, a conference table for some more people. And you um, do you need to take a break? Yeah. Just okay. a minute. Yeah, if you need to use yeah. the bathroom, go ahead. Just go okay. ahead while... Like, you can just go ahead. Yeah. Yep. I'm just pretentiously standing here. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got... Um, you have a whole bunch of little, like, family relics and things uh -huh. sitting around. 
a conference table with some chairs around it. Yeah, very office-like. All right, I'll check the desk. Okay. When you go to the desk, um... And I'll just signal to Helen and Cormont to, like, look for stuff. Sure, they start looking around. Yeah. Uh, why don't you make an investigation check on the desk? Is there anything in particular you're looking for, or you're just sort of... Things of value. Things of value. Basically, and any, like, information about what's going on with the family and all. Yeah. Uh, Investigation, you said? Yes. 18. You, you know, start going through all the drawers and you pull out some, you know, folders that they've got in there and you're looking through and you're just seeing mostly business dealings, nothing, nothing too descriptive, but you find something that might be useful. A set of Ulstein Gratfell family signet rings and then some crests to like uh, that could be mounted on clothing, like pins, just an assortment of family identification. But they're stored very neatly inside of his desk and his locked office. So, you know, they're oh. probably not something they just hand out willy nilly. I'll toss them in my bag. Okay. Steal all the things. Uh huh. What do the books look like on the shelves? The books on the shelves are. You know, fairly nondescript. There is some books on law in here. There's also some philosophy books, uh, some religious books, and, uh, you know, a very small collection of what you determine are fiction novels. Can I glance around for either secret lovers or secret compartments? Yeah, why don't you make another investigation check? Guidance. Um, just looking through the whole room, trying to find anything else. Can I be assisted by Hoenn or Karma? Yeah, if you're this? asking for them to help you look, yeah, yeah, they can assist you. Okay. Good. Nat 20 um, plus four. You go through the room pretty darn thoroughly as a team. But after looking carefully behind books and like to, okay, is there like a secret book on the shelf that opens a tunnel? You don't find anything. No secret passages, no hidden doors or, uh, you know, invisible chests, nothing like that. Okay. So branch of signet rings and some old relics from like non-magical looking. Yeah. Are the display cases locked? Um, you haven't tested one. I'll try one. Okay. Doesn't seem to be. Alright, I'll just throw all of those relics in the bag. Sure. (laughs) Yep. Um, and... Well, just write down, um, Ulstein Grotfell family relics. That's fine, right? We're not in the room. We they're, don't know what you're doing. I'm fine if you're stealing from them. They're worth, like, as a collection, I'm just going to assign a value of, like, 150 gold to it. All right. If you want to do something else with them later, we can talk about that. But just as a value of 
you know, it's got semi-precious materials. It's about 150 gold. Um, okay. Anything uh, else you'd like to try to do with I him? feel like we did a thorough search, so I'm leaving. There's, uh, I feel I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. There's a bathroom. Oh, I'll look in the bathroom. Here. It is a bathroom. Is there anything cool okay. in there? A toilet? Pretty nice looking. Magic brush. No. no. There's a nice looking toilet. Toothbrush? No toothbrush here. Okay. What? How nice of a toilet? Is the seat warm? <laughs> the seat is not warm. Can I, I say flame on? Nothing? That doesn't change okay. that, no. No toothbrush or anything? No, this seems to just be a private bathroom. All right, then I'll leave. Okay, you enter the hall once more, where your compatriots are standing outside nonchalantly. <clears throat> pretentiously. Let's, and pretentiously. Why don't we head upstairs? Take your animal. Basti. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Hi, Seven Stands. Lady Patronel. Oh, wait. Hi, Lady Patronel. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like a lobster? Yes, you would. <laughs> Here you lobster. go. <laughs> Is it alive? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can we go upstairs now? Yeah, <laughs> we go upstairs as well. You walk back down the hallway to the entryway, or do you want to use the stairs at the, uh, the end of this we'll hallway? We'll use the stairs at the rear. Right. We're right next to them, it looks like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Right there. Right there are stairs. So I'll go up those. Okay. Let me pull up a couple notes on the second floor. So it should be coming up over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Up here, you climb sort of a spiral staircase up to a smaller hallway. Didn't have to make a stair check. Oh, that's a good point. Stair check. Note that I'm not making you make this check. This I, is all on you. I got 23. Nines. This is the you first time. You go up the stairs on your own, and you do, do I get enough experience to like... level up to level five now? <laughs> that, should, that should do it. It's a milestone, right? It is. Should we all put on these like? I mean, I was gonna say no, but there's part of me that's like. (laughs) I stole some off thing Dratfell brooches. Do you think we should put them on? No. No. (laughs) Then it'll just be very obvious that we stole them. (laughs) So you're at the top of these stairs, and they're at the end of a hallway, a more narrow hallway than what you found below. To your right, as you reach the top of these stairs, there's a doorway. That would be the servants' quarters. Mm-hmm. We don't need to steal from them. No. Let's steal from the bedrooms. If anything, we should put money in, though. You see, walking down the hallway, currently walking away from you, that there is a patrol of a couple of guards. They're clearly on patrol, sort of walking down, looking in the rooms, making sure nothing is going on up here. Does this um, look like an off-limits area? Well, you don't see any guests mm-hmm. up here. So the the din of the party remains downstairs. I cast Pass Without a Trace. Okay. So we're all stealthy again. 
All right, let's sneak. To How long does that last? An hour. Okay. But I figure at this point my previous spell is yeah, no longer. Yeah, you guys have been here for about an hour since you cast that. So it would have been... And I've cast Guidance a few times, which is Concentration yeah. and would have broken it anyway. Yes, So too. Let's sneak towards Gintian's study thing. Okay. So okay. we sneak down towards the room our Gintian's study on our map. All right. I need you all to make a stealth check since you are trying to be sneaky. Um, nap 20 plus 10 plus 2. Okay. 27. Uh, 31. Okay. I love pass without a trace. 32. Everyone's rolling pretty darn well right now. Plus 10 helps. <laughs> I'm min-maxing my rolls right now, so. <laughs> Keep maxing, don't man. <laughs> I don't have control over that. <laughs> You sneak down towards the private study on your left. You go through the door. Uh, do you want to close it behind you? Okay. Who wants to close the door? It will require a stealth check from that individual to... Well, Seth, you have quiet. advantage. Um, oh, that's a 192931. You manage to close that door very quietly. What do they say in here? In... Gintian's private study, there is a long table, which looks to be likely used for more, perhaps, sensitive conferences than his office down below. The chairs in this room are adorned with the Ulfstein Grotfell family crest. Unlike the chairs down below, which were more nondescript, but still very nice. So you're telling me these are very nice chairs. Uh, yes. Yes, they, they are very nice chairs. Zoria, open up the bag. Only one. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's my chair. <laughs> Slide one in. <laughs> that was like 150% predictable. <laughs> like, Why didn't you say they were said, old, rickety, worm-eaten chairs? No. Because if I describe them as anything other than they're very boring, bland, nothing chairs... They're good. They're take suspicious. it. Yeah. Like, this is a nice chair. I take it. This is the worst chair you've ever seen. <laughs> but well, I'm definitely <laughs> taking that. It's, it's in this fancy room, though. It's very suspicious. So there was no winning. I knew. I knew that some piece of furniture <laughs> was going to so There's no chairs here. There's no chairs in the study. I'm like, okay, that's the most suspicious. <laughs> I'm gonna take the table. All right. So. I'm just writing down everything we're stealing. <laughs> um, I'm not writing down anything. No, no stealing. Nope. Is it against your code? There are maps along down. the wall of, it. you know, different maps of different countries. Uh, there's a world map hanging up on the wall. There's a map of the Changeling Island. There's... The, really? Yeah. I yeah. Forgot. There's a map of the Changeling Island. I grab that. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's a map. Of a place you've already been to. 
Are you, do you think if you set it on fire, you're going to find a secret message in it? No, <laughs> I just don't want them to have it. That's yeah, fair. You don't, you don't set it on fire to find a secret message. You squeeze you cover, lemons on it. You, you rub it with lemons and then uh, take a hair dryer to warm it. Yeah. I'm going to do the fire method. <laughs> you always do the what fire are, method. What are yeah, lemons that's why I've never found what anything. What are lemons and hair dryers? They, we know what we lemons know. are. <laughs> lemon, 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 lemon. I shout while we're stealthy. <laughs> All right. What else is in this room? Uh, in this room, it's there, there's actually a drinks globe, like a real drinks globe, in this room. <sighs> So there's a lot of very fine alcohols in it, and you just picked up the whole thing. Should have seen that coming. Um, our little foldable uh, uh, tent is going to be so stocked up. There's we're going to sell it for so much money. Later. There's a, a dwarven armor set on a stand. Does it have like magical inscriptions? Trying on to it? get my chair up. Oh, it's just sort of, seems, there we go. Thank you. It seems decorative. Okay. I, I look inside it. Okay. And we you see a nines puppet stare back. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> <laughs> ah, hello, my name is Nines. Clunk. <laughs> Creepiest puppet. No, there's nothing on the inside. Just a like a cup of cobwebs. Okay. The walls are lined with um, strategy books. It's like. Yeah, well, like Final Fantasy like, VII, or like, uh, no, like how to win friends and influence people. <laughs> the laws of mental domination. The secret. No, more, more like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just nothing but the secret. It's copies. It's kind of, they they are really into manifesting. Uh, no, no, it's like war strategy books. Okay. They're really into manifesting, manifest destiny. And, oh no. <laughs> oh, God. So. Um, I'll check the desk. The the desk is uh, there's actually no like drawers on it or anything. Oh, okay. It's just like a almost like, it's just like a writing desk, very very plain. Ooh, I'm gonna go into the bedroom. Okay. Well, quickly, hole win. Uh huh. Let me help you investigatively journalist this place. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I assume he'll Starts just better. taking some books off the shelves, <laughs> taking down a few maps. Uh, there's some loose papers that are sitting around. Don't know what any of it is, but open your bag. <laughs> That's how you do it. Well, when you're trying to be quick, yeah. I don't know what's in here. We came here for your heist. This uh, is just opportunistic investigative journalism. Are, are there any? Can we get that on a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> opportunistic investigative <laughs> journalism. Are there any secret levers, compartments? I want to search for those. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Can I be assisted? And Holwyn and Koromon sure, will both help. assist you. Mm-hmm. And so assisted. also everyone's helping. I rolled horribly. A two and a four. That is bad. Um, seven. You don't find any secret levers or buttons or anything like that. I'm just going, huh. All right, <laughs> nothing in here. <laughs> Can I go to the other room now? Yeah. Where am I going to look for a secret lever? We'll go with you. You going into Gynthian's 
I, I am gonna silently open the door. Yeah, stealth. Make a stealth check. Oh, that's good. That's gonna be a twenty. That's a thirty. Okay. Dirty thirty. Dirty thirty. <laughs> <laughs> the the door opens very quietly. The nice thing about this area is they don't have like squeaky or creaky hinges. They oil their hinges. So, Which you should do every six months. I don't know if that's true. I, I that doesn't think seem any. That. that doesn't seem remotely <laughs> accurate. But, but if it is check true, check your smoke detector battery and oil your hinges. You don't want <laughs> with your arms. Because I'm a robot. Yeah. yeah. Um, inside the bedroom. Um, there's. Like, the, the bed isn't made. Because there's someone in it. No, the, oh. the bed's empty. Yeah, but it's not made. And it's a uh, canopy bed. So all all the drapes could be drawn around it and make a very dark sleeping environment for He's, the person. Hey, Zoria. Bed. Want to pull a prank with me? Uh, sure. What do we do? Let's make their bed. Okay. They're going to be so confused. Let me make the bed. Do you have okay. sheeted? No, we no. don't do that. That would be mean. <laughs> we make the bad snickering the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Big boy crying. <laughs> there are uh, quite a few bottles in this room. Not like wine or beer bottles, but it looks like, you know, potion bottles. Like some sort of... Um, or something. Is there any residue in any of them? Yeah. Can, we do, can I do a medicine check many, on it? Many of these things have some sort of trace of the liquid. I'm going to just grab some. I'll check them when oh. we get out. You know. Unless you want to look now. Really tempted to lick the inside of the bottle. I'm going to just grab a couple of these residue film bottles. But go ahead and do your thing. Okay. What, lick the inside of the bottle? Yeah. It's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Oh no, it's definitely not a good idea. What what are you rolling for? A licking check? Just to make sure, like, is that a good idea? It's a very high DC check, but I hit it, so I decided it's a very bad idea just to lick random liquids out of bottles that I find in a <laughs> in someone else's bedroom. That's what you call character growth. Did I, no kidding, nine's just really I am proficient out. in like herbalism kit and stuff and medicine. Do any of these look familiar to me? Or I could make a quick Educated I mean, guess. You can study it for a minute if you want. What what of your skills do you want to try to apply here? Uh, medicine. Sure, make a medicine check. Um, 23. Well, you can tell that these are definitely medicinal treatments. You recognize a few scents and some of the residue in the bottle is like clearly identifiable uh, herbs. But there's a lot of them. A lot of different uh, potions here. There's just a ton of different brews and you get the idea that based on how many bottles we're talking dozens of bottles in this room that your conclusion here 
is that Ginthian is likely taking, like drinking six to ten different things every day. They're all treating something. All right. Well, let's search around the room. Does someone want to investigate? I didn't do a great job last I investigate time. the bathroom. I will assist. Um, Is that much to investigate? As you start investigating the bathroom, uh, who who is in the bathroom to do the investigation? Nines. Just nines? I'm, in, I'm assisting, I said. Okay. Um, Ulseth, make a perception check. Because I I am under the assumption that you're you're all sort of like keeping an eye out, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah we are doing crimes. Like a giant eye in a box. At the door, I put my so you, I you, put you my glass 15? down when I came to the top of the stairs. By the way, you said fifteen. <laughs> I did. Okay. You hear um, the door in the other room open. Oh, we didn't yeah, plan for one, that. The one to Gintian's study? Yes. Okay. Um, is the door to the bedroom closed? I very... I mean, yeah, you, you can close, close that door. I close that, the bedroom door as I hear the study door opening. Make a stealth check to close the door. Are we all just going to hide in the bathroom? Okay, you managed to get it closed very quietly and quickly. The footsteps enter the room and you hear the voices sort of idly chattering and moving around the room a little bit, but they're getting nearer to the door. What do you do? I hide under the bed. (laughs) What else do you do? Of course you hide under the bed. Sure. Are you going to... Well, we see a furbog jump under the bed and scramble. We all hide I under the said. bed. You, you all hide under the bed. Yeah, let's all hide under the bed. It's, it's a, big, a big bed. I, I'm staying in the bathroom. I'll stay in the bathroom, too. Let's just close the bathroom door. Okay. You can lock the door, right? We lock the door. It's a bathroom door. It's... You could probably... Sure. There, yeah. There's a lock on the bathroom door. Why not? Most bathroom doors have a lock on. Yeah. I don't know what Hill and uh, are doing. Let, let's see how they hide. As or long as they're they within hide. 30 feet of me, they can get that stealth. Based on what I know about the Hillmen, I assume they are going to just put a lampshade over their head and stay <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> hey, getting in is easy. It's the getting out. And you're not I trying get to out of trouble yet. all the time. You're in right now. Yeah, we're not now, trying to get out. You're not trying to leave yet. No. That's the hard part. That's what they've been warning you about. Uh, so, Coromanth, uh, being of slight build, hides in the closet between a bunch of clothes. Holwyn... You have no idea where they are. I wouldn't know I'm under the bed. I look for the lampshade in the corner. <laughs> no, you have absolutely no idea where they are. Well, we're in the bathroom. Yep. Yeah, so you wouldn't have any idea. I'm going to, well, since we're locked in the bathroom, I'm going to see if there's a toothbrush. 
There is a toothbrush. I threw it in the toilet. <laughs> it's in the toilet. What kind of? <laughs> Take that, rich people. Like, is it just a standard toothbrush, or is it like some sort of a fervent magic toothbrush? toothbrush that goes fervent toothbrush? <laughs> Take yeah. your gums right off. Yeah, is that a magic toothbrush? Sure. I reach in the toilet <laughs> and put it in my bag. It's a magic vibrating toothbrush. Why not? Um, what what would be the school of magic to create like ultrasonic evocation? You think evocation? Yeah, it's evocation. We, it's, it's a it's a it conjures ultrasonic frequency waves. Does thunder damage to your teeth? <laughs> oh no! To, no, just to the plaque. To the plaque. Yeah, there you go. Plaque attack. You have you have Plus a magic four. toothbrush. Very good. I'm glad I could give that to you. I look in the medicine cabinet. Um, there's medicine in there. Like bottles? Yeah. Of herbs and stuff? Yep. And some, like, uh, aftershave and uh, cologne and things okay. like that. There's uh, the door opening now in the main room. And... Guards coming in into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. What well, well, Seth? When you went to hide under the bed, what was your stealth check? Did you make one? I don't think you made one for the stealth. Why, check. Don't, why don't you make a stealth check? You did one. A, you did a door check. You did a door, check. door check. Yeah, that was for the door to close. That. Um, thirty-one. Thirty-one. Okay. The guards come in, look around. Well, it's all right in here. <laughs> hey, did you, did you hear about Glenby? Did you, I don't she must have been so trash. <laughs> the guys are talking about she read book naked down the hall, farting and laughing. I don't know. What she did, but she is trash. Oh man, that was good. I saw it. I I can't. I saw. Oh, it was insane. I and I got to like look down the stairs as she was running, and then I ran to the front and like looked out the upstairs windows into the courtyard. She dove like headlong into a bush and then just like disappeared. I almost peed myself laughing. This is so good. I'm always gonna remember that. They might be rich, but boy are they weird. <laughs> and they and they kind of leave, chuckling to themselves. How small is this bathroom? Uh, it's about like ten by eight. Oh, okay. So, so and not squeezed uncomfortably. No, no, it's it's a roomy bathroom. Who has the shower? No, you How's the shower in this place? It's a nice shower. How nice. Like gold okay. All right. fixtures. <laughs> well, you have some time to look at it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep, gold fixtures. Oh, no. <laughs> We're not there, gonna destroy the plumbing. There's there's gold fixtures. Um, is there is there a gold plunger? No. Oh, a gold is there a plunger hand? in here? 
That's right. They have servants that just dig it up yeah. by hand. Like you think you think that that Ginthian is gonna go? I I'm taking care of my own stuck poo. Like oh. honestly, the servants are lucky they have plumbing, and they'll just use a pot. That's what they used to use in the old days. Like royalty and stuff would just go around the house, and just go. Like poop. <laughs> they just take it up. They, hey, they had poop towers. That way they didn't have to be anywhere in the sound. The poop would just go down. Then the servants would clean that part up. Yeah. Yeah, they would. Until the guy had to go up there and manually clean all of it. Yeah. And to assassinate the king that way. Exactly. Um, so no one ever you expected are, the assassin from the poop shoot. You are now... Um, that was a weird phrasing. You're now in, still in Ginthian's bedroom. Right. The patrol seems to have passed Let's for the moment. Let's do a thorough investigation of the room. Okay. For, like, secret things, levers, <laughs> items of value. I doze off under the bed. Uh, all right, I'll do the investigation <laughs> since I hear well, a snoring. Like, I'm in a dark, quiet place. I'm going to take a nap now. <laughs> Will someone assist me? What a me? very... Fine. Uh, dirty 20. You you don't find any, again, secret passages or anything like that here in the bedroom. But you do find um, underneath the pillows there's a small buckler. Very, very small. It, it's essentially just you know, a buckler. Like would, a shield buckler. Would, yeah. yeah, a small shield buckler. Or only about maybe eight inches in diameter. It's very small. But you notice that it has the clear markings of being for a Ventec. In the bank. <laughs> Steal you everything. Go. You <laughs> look through the rest of the room and... There's quite a few books in here again. Uh, this time mostly romance novels and a couple of what seem to be this, yeah, fantasy novels. Do we need books for the tent? What? The tent. Who is that for reading? Oh, okay. All right. Anything else? Or should we have? Wait, how much smut is in here? <laughs> Fair bit. Really? Yeah, get the in likes his romance. Was the romance section the biggest section in that library? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Well, I already had the smuttiest book, so I don't really need it. <laughs> you do have the smuttiest book. So, uh, anything else you guys want to look for in here? Let us sneak our way out to this private lounge. The private lounge. Yeah. You're going to wake me up? I poke you with a stick. <laughs> you have a stick? I have poke a staff. You. <laughs> You've been carrying it with you? It's in my bag. I just pull it out, poke oh. you, put it back. Oh, what? What is it? We're moving on. Let's go. We're sneaking forward. Did you really just fall asleep We're in the middle of a robbery? Wait, how comfortable is it under there? <laughs> yes. I guess technically it's still a burglary. There isn't I violence. go underneath the bed. <laughs> no, it's not sleeping. I grab you by your tail. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys really taking a nap? That sounds great. 
very nice. See, this is the part I always have trouble with. It's the, like, getting back out part. We're not getting out yet. We're going to the private lounge. Well, the falling asleep would make it hard to get out. <laughs> it's true. Let's sneak to the private lounge. There was no uh, way we can get through without going through the hallway, is there? No. Doesn't well, look like it. Well, I could. If one willing participant could. But it also doesn't make like a, a smoke cloud and a flash or something. Uh, we just do it in the bathroom and then just kind of guess how far away it Why is. Why don't we <laughs> save that? Why don't you save that for the escape plan? Yes, I'll save that when I need to escape. Exactly. So we'll sneak towards the private lounge. Uh, sure. You head down to the lounge. Uh, make a stealth check on your way down. There's still a patrol. 29. Uh, dirty 30. 22. Okay. Why is dirty 30 so fun to say? <laughs> I mean, it just is. It has that. It seems like a bad theme 30. for a birthday party. <laughs> yeah, you're sweet 16 and you're dirty 30. <laughs> yeah, you turned dirty 30 today. Um, you get into the private lounge. Closing the door behind you. Yes, that's a good idea. We should do that. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll another stealth check on that one. It's a very quiet room here. Anything? There's some bottles of alcohol. There's no one up here working. Uh, It's it's a lounge. And it's kind of dark. The uh, curtains are drawn here. Is there... A door to the south, like in the map here? Yes, there is. Yes. Sorry, I forgot to describe the door. There's a door on the southern end there. Since you have a map, I haven't been describing all of the twists and turns since you're looking at it. No, that's fine. I want to check out the door. Okay. I'm going to inspect it before I try and open it. Well, you can tell for one, it's reinforced. This is clearly a steel door. Like a false steel door. Yes. It is also locked. That's pretty easy to figure out. Owen? Oh, oh let, let's look for traps first. Or alarms or anything. Okay. Who wants to make that check? Oh, <clears throat> the security system's turned off, so we don't have to worry about alarms, but... Well, unless they're mad, separate magic ones. What's the check the trap thing? Investigation, usually. Uh, I'll be assisting you, I'd say. Oh, that's good. Because, you know. Um, seven. Don't see anything. <laughs> right. I believe all staff immediately. I was helping, so hold on. Go ahead. Okay. It takes one a minute, but they manage to open the door. It takes you five minutes, usually. I don't like to show on. Oh, that's right. On the inside. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, you can see that not only is the door made of solid steel, but the frame is as well. On the inside, the walls are reinforced. This is a very sturdy room. 
there's a small fervent device here. Something more akin to the things you've seen previously. Like, I'm sorry, like one of the spheres? Uh, this is a cylinder. It's okay. not a sphere, but yes, it's a it's a fervent engine. And Coromont uh, looks at what the engine is connected to and sinks to his knees. His face looking ashen. What is it? What's wrong? We're fucked. What do you mean? This is... This is a Hellenor 6000. What does that mean? Oh no! What, what does is that it? mean also? The... It's, I don't know where, I, I don't know what, but there's a magical seal that this is generating. Protecting some part, I'm guessing the upper floor. Well, let's shut it off like we did the other thing. There's no shutting this off. Oh, then break it. Removing this device, it can only be removed by the person who installed it. It can only be disabled by the person who installed it. And the only way past it is to know the security code. Wait, so this is some sort of like redundant security system? I'm guessing if they have a VIP suite, this is protecting that. And we know they have a VIP suite up on the third floor. We have a key to it. This, this is a magical monitoring system. If we take anything out of that room, we're likely to immediately trigger an alarm. Well, then we just need to get that really fast. What, uh, what would happen if this got broken? Or changed? Changed? Changed how? Delicately. With... It, it will explode. What if I touch it with that new fervent charged crystal we got? What's the worst that could happen? That would really explode. It will probably explode even more. So we should try it. What if we try something with this? And I'll pull out my Orat Mall. What the hell is that? It's a changeling stone. An Orat Mall. What, what does an Orat Mall do? I have no idea what I'm looking at here. I can transform, transfigure anything into anything else, theoretically. You you can just change what? physical, th any physical thing? I, like permanently? I mean, I'm still researching it, but I think, yes. Well, yes, but it's complicated. And I don't try to use it very much, but this seems like a problem that we should solve with the big guns. I mean, 
I guess we don't really have a choice. What would we change with it, though? I don't know. I don't. I understand this. I don't understand the Halinor six thousand. You too. That's yours. Yes. Well, you could change the fervent crystal itself into something, and then the power would stop. If, yeah. If we disabled the power source itself. I imagine that if we disable the power source, it would probably trigger an alarm at the very least and explode, killing anyone who was trying to tamper with it. What if the crystal just wasn't a fervent crystal anymore? I don't think the crystal is the hard part. The hard part is the Halinor itself. What is a Halinor? The Halinor 6000 is a device developed by a lich. What's a lich? <laughs> a lich is an undead, ever-living creature. Uh-huh. And he's in here? No. <laughs> Halinor is, Halinor is a lich. Okay. He developed this. For fun? For money. No one knows for sure how old Halinor is at this point. He's not even sure himself. Most... Most people think he's probably in the range of 30 or 40,000 years old. After a while, you just get kind of bored, apparently. Where's, so he, wait, wait, where's Halinor from? Halinor, well, the best that we know, was Halinor lives somewhere out uh, within the Cormarian Republic deserts. Just see if Dol knows anything. We haven't hey. talked to Dol in like four sessions. Hey, Dol. Hey, Dol. Um. Whoa. Uh. What? Uh, Hi, Dol. Sorry. Um, hey. Good morning. Good morning. What, sorry. Gonna... Sorry for waking you up. That's it's perfectly. Dol, you're in a heist. Uh, I'm in the middle of a heist of a dragon family. Um, don't, don't get caught. <laughs> I have a question. Uh-huh. Do you know Halinor? Not personally. Do you know a Halin, do you know 6,000 Halinors? No, no, are you talking about the, yeah, magical protection device that he created? I think so. <laughs> Halinor 6,000. How do you make it not a thing? Um... Only Halinor can install or remove one of them. What if I turned it into a log? It's <laughs> log. If you turn it into a log, I suppose it wouldn't be at Halinor 6000 anymore. I, I Would it set off an alarm? I have no... I'm, I don't think so. I'm a little fuzzy on how you would turn it into a log. Oh, oh uh, with an Orat Mall. What's an Orat Mall? What? I'll, I'll explain it later. Okay. It's, if we live. Um, what if I probabilistically made it never be a Halinor 6000 from the beginning? I mean, that might work, I guess. Sure. <laughs> I, I'm a little hazy on how that happened, but I'm going to go with okay. Alright. Sorry, I just I just woke up. It's okay. I, I'm the one um, interrupting you. You're you're fine. You can interrupt you, me. Your whenever. nutrient paste is a big hit, by the way. That is surprising. No one likes any of the food I make. I like it. 
Well, that's again quite surprising. Pleasantly so. I was just having a dream about the nutrient paste. I really? imagined I was swimming in a pool of it. That sounds fun. It was a strange dream. It's kind of viscous. Were you naked? No. Oh. Okay. I was pushed in. By Eleanor? No, just some unknown figure. Oh. A demon? Was it nines? A what? <laughs> nines? Was it nines? There are no demons or devils or anything like that in the world. But there is in the dream world. All right. Yeah. So there's literally no way to disable this theoretically. I'd, outside of uh, doing extreme measures. Probably not. They're known to be the most secure devices in the world. Um, sometimes people have connected them with fervent technology. Sometimes, most of the time, they don't. The device itself has been around for around three millennia now. So it predates fervent. Hmm, okay. Uh, will it liquefy any of us? Depends on how successful your plan to disable it is. Oh, okay. Let's That's just fun. turn it into a log then. <laughs> it might be better to turn it into like a big metal cylinder because this doesn't look like it's made out of metal. Uh, some turn of metal, yeah, you don't know exactly what. Alright. Nah, I'm voting. I like log plan. Alright. All in favor plan. of log plan? Raise your hands. I have a question. Wait, is sure. the Are you talking to the DM or are you talking to Dole? Can I talk to Dole? Sure. sure. So, you are a Dole. <laughs> uh, yes, hello, Wolf. You, you, you said that this is not always connected to Fervent Tech. Um, this one seems to be. What? Would it be that the Fervent Crystal is powering it? Uh, I. Typically, a Helenor 6000 doesn't require an external power source. Huh. If there's a Fervin crystal, it must be part of another device or power generation. Oh, so this Fervin thing is probably not even part of the Helenor. Probably not. The Helenor security devices have been around for thousands of years. Uh, the Helenor 6000 came out almost a millennia ago. It's the most current model. It predates Fervin. Okay, that is very interesting information. Thank you. <laughs> is the Helenor 6000 immune to external influences? As far as I'm aware, yes, but you're talking about a type of magic that I've never truly contemplated, and until a few weeks ago, I'd never heard of. Okay. Well, I guess well, there's nothing to do but try it. I suppose I would prefer it if you don't die, so maybe consider not doing it, but everyone has to occasionally do things that they don't want to do. Yes, let's turn it into a log now! Alright, we're gonna turn it into a log. Um, I'll try and update you later if I'm alive. Please do. Um, have a nice dream about swimming in nutrient paste. I'm sure I'm just going to stay awake for hours hoping that you all don't incinerate yourselves. Oh. Okay. Sounds good. Good luck. Thanks. So you are a Coromon. Yeah. Yes. Our friend said that this fervent thing is not connected to the Helenor, that it would be very unusual. What is the fervent thing doing? I have no idea. Perhaps keeping power in case of a loss to the other systems, to guests in this floor. Hmm. Um, could be doing a number of things. 
So do I, I'm, I'm examining, carefully examining the fervent thing to see if there's any connections, what, what it might be connected with. Oh yeah, with. I mean, it's connected to things. Like what? It goes into the wall and the conduit disappears into the structure. You use your x-ray vision to find you don't, out. You don't know where it goes from there. Hmm. But we have dark vision. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> Very appropriately deployed. <laughs> log, 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 right. log. Is there anything oh. else in this room? Uh, There's gonna be a log in the not, not really. Okay. No. So you were a Koromon. Yes. You say that this is an impossible thing to bypass and that this is probably protecting the thing you are here to get. Are you willing to give up your enterprise to pick the pick? I... I don't want to, but I, I don't know what else to do. If you have some way to disable it, I think we should try it. Because I dread to think what happens if that pick stays in the hands it's in. Alright. Everyone, gather around. Give me inspiration. Let's get Tarty to rumble! <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Is it worth me dropping Pass Without a Trace to give myself guidance? No, because... Then we have to get out, so... Okay. Yes, yeah, so we have to leave soon. Actually, we have to go upstairs soon. I'm just double-checking this concentration as well. Lock, lock, All lock, right. lock. Everyone, gather around. Okay. Put your hands on my shoulders or whatever. I put my, I hold the Orat Mal out. Put my hand on the Halinor 6000. Mm-hmm. Then summon the spirit bomb. Summon the spirit bomb. And then I'm going to try and change this device into a log of equal shape and size. Okay. Everyone make a wisdom check. Everyone? Yep. That was bad. That was bad. We can stealth around everywhere. We can't turn the thing into a log. Eight. Four. Twenty-two. Coromanth got a... 19. Hulwen got a nat 20 plus 2 for 22. Matching me. So we just suck. Weird. And we'll find out what happens next week. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean next week? Oh. <laughs> We're in the middle of a heist. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, we are in the middle of a heist, but I mean, we can go long. <laughs> we did go we're, long. We're already at three and a half hours. We can go further. Oh, there's a lot left in this session. Oh, good. So we're going to survive. I figured. Huh. No. And see, no. This is <laughs> the next session. So you're going to roll new characters now. This is my. No. This is my no. problem because I have figured at this point, at this point you would be about an hour in 
this point now, I figured you would be about an hour into your session. You are three and a half hours into your session. There are, in my internal calculations, two hours left. <laughs> See? Tell me what happened. I'm really glad that we spent all of that time <laughs> learning about famouses of <laughs> So we're just going to have to find out when we play next. No, tell me now. <laughs> You're just going to have to wait. Patience is a virtue. No, it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not. <laughs> all right, re-roll, everyone. Reroll. Um, I, I was expecting the heist to go through in a single session, obviously. That didn't happen. This has been so much fun. This is exciting. So we're getting even more out of this heist than I imagined. And I'm so excited. They're all miserable. I'm so happy. This is the best. I want to know if I get I'm, a log. I'm so happy with this because I, I know what happens wrong. and they don't. I, I love wrong. it. Tune in for the next episode. Um, and I don't know. Moose and Squirrel. <laughs> but... Uh, hopefully next week for you all this ear watching thanks again everyone take care of yourselves continue to enjoy your summer fun uh, we love you and we will see you soon bye, bye. <laughs>